Why does uh, why does Turd Ferguson why <laughs> why why does Burt Reynolds hate Alex Trebek? <laughs> you know what's funny is I wrote that sketch because on Saturday Night Live you have to do impressions once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't do impressions, you know. But I do like four or five guys from when I was a kid that I liked, you know. Like Letterman I liked so I could do an impression of him. And when I was a little kid, Burt Reynolds used to be on The Tonight Show. And he, I, he was the, like the funniest guy ever. So um, I wanted to do Burt Reynolds, but I couldn't figure out how to put him in anything. Cause, right. Uh, and so I, I, uh, I wrote the sketch Celebrity Jeopardy <clears throat> so I could do my Burt Reynolds. And then when, we, uh, when it comes time to tape it, like Lauren... Uh, uh, told costume to have a white uh, white hair for me mm-hmm. and a white beard, and I'm like, no, Lord, I don't do Burt Reynolds. I do Burt Reynolds from the 1970s from Smoking the Bandit. Because that didn't make sense either. <laughs> know, yeah, nobody knew why. Why is it? Why was it 70s? <laughs> I know it made no sense. But it's funny, like you say, Turd Ferguson, because on one of them I go, Burt Reynolds goes, you know, uh, that's not my name, you know, to Alex Trebek, you know, and he he. he he forces himself to be called Turd Ferguson. He forces <laughs> Alex Trebek to call him Turd Ferguson. Right. So anyway, somehow that caught on with some people. So still to this day, like sometimes I'll be walking down the street and a guy will go, Hey, Turd! Here we are, broadcasting yeah. from Baby Oil and Blow Studios, uh, right in the, the heart, the middle of Winter Storm Landon. Yeah. It's, uh, Landon. Been Michael quite the, Landon? Been quite the 24 hours, Matt. Big uh, snow Landon? What do you say? What do you Michael say? We got like Landon. a foot of snow maybe I'd say that's it's dropped on our, on our heads in the last 24 hours? I'd, I'd reckon. It's, it's the talk of the town. Oh, um, yeah. Am I crazy? What's or up? Or have we had like two to three big snowstorms every year for our entire lives? Yeah. And all of a sudden, at least our adult like lives. the last four to five, like it gets treated like it's some sort of like crazy out of the ordinary, like fucking calamity and like nobody can fucking deal. Yeah. Nobody got cold shot or cold flu shots and now everybody's got to get covid shots every single business in town it's the same communist is, propaganda is, is shut down like uh no restaurant in this town made their 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 staffs come in and here we are at baby Lowell and blow studios like how are we able to shovel ourselves out and get here to to do this podcast when <sighs> i remember it's the pinko commies i remember man. there was one crazy storm when i was in high school it was probably like 17 and uh easy old man it snowed it snowed so so hard and so long for multiple days that like they they shut down some restaurants for like a day or two and it yeah. was crazy it was like it snowed so much capitalism has stopped for a yeah. second and now i feel like every time like uh more than six inches gets on the ground just like all you see is businesses announcing like oh we're gonna be closed for the day for the safety of our staff blah 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 safe safety of our staff yeah would, when did this country stop being about making as much money as possible? Mm, I guess when, you know, no one wanted to work for the same amount of money that they did back in 97. Oh, yeah. I'm connecting some dots in my head yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. I haven't left the house other than to shovel. You've, I've been everywhere. You've been everywhere, man. Uh, how, yeah. how, are, how are they doing out there? Uh, 
If you don't are, are got... Are the plows keeping up with the roads? This is the sort of questions that uh, old men like to... Like I to tell you, see in places. the trip from my house to your house, mm. which isn't far at all... Uh, uh, pretty much a straight shot. Clean pretty well. Wow. Clean pretty well. Yeah. When I went to the jewels earlier today, Ooh, uh-huh. roads were not as good, and I would, I would strongly suggest having a 4x4 four four truck... Or family Ute. Got that because I'm a American who yeah. lives in America. So yeah. you got to have a Ute. What do you think? I'm a family Ute or a truck driving around some sort of little four banger or something. No, only two of the wheels spin. No, this, this is not going to get you anywhere in this life, folks. I don't care if you got a little six banger built on top of a car frame. Even they're calling it a sports utility vehicle. If it's got. Mm-hmm. Four-wheel drive, mm-hmm. you need to use that. Yeah. You need to understand Get it going. that's not a cure-all, though. You don't have a lot of weight to your vehicle, all right? If you got a big-ass, heavy, quarter-ton truck, that's different. That's why you got to fucking eat steaks, lift plates, man. That's right. Put some weight on yourself. You're not going to be the weight. You still got to drive slow, or man. At least drive Ten a two. classic fat-ass woman and make her sit in the back. Hell yeah. Around, man. Equally Hell yeah. Equally some of that weight. You get through that snowbank, no problem. When are we going to bring like really fat chicks back? When's it going to be cool to be like married bring to just back. like a. Have you looked around really lately? Fat chick. Yeah, I guess so. But it's not like. What kind of I don't world know. are you living in, buddy? What happened to just like regular looking dudes just being tied down to just, you know, huge women yeah. and hating life? That's still happening everywhere. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe I'm not seeing it. You're just not maybe seeing it as much because they can't afford to go out anymore. Oh, is that no, what it is? Yeah, no, everybody's making the same amount of money they were making in 1997. Oh. Cost of living keeps going up, buddy. Oh, How man. are the shelves at that Jewels? Were they barren? I saw some pictures eh. getting passed around of barren shelves at the grocery store yesterday. No more than it's been in the COVID era. Oh, I, I, I saw some pictures at the Aldi that looked like it, yeah. it, was, it was an apocalypse. Take those supply chain issues compounded by some, we're getting a snowstorm panic. Yeah, I had a, I had a young woman at the Jewel, a young mom, trying to get me to... Oh, yeah? How young? To, uh, oh, yeah, shit. I say young, but she was probably close enough to ours. No, probably still in her 20s, just ridden hard. All right. That's... Looking worse. Classic. Classic Indiana. Yeah, She for was sure. trying to get me to come with her to be a daddy to her children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know... He get lost like, in a snowbank, probably? Hey, man, not interested. And she was like, the the mire. I was there yesterday, and boy, it was... Mm. It was ransacked. Yeah, see, that's people... She didn't use that big people, of a word. People who are ransacking, they're not going to go to the jewels. They're going to go to the more low-rent options, like the Meyer or the Aldi is what it is. You go to a jewels, they're going to keep their, their shelves stocked. Mm-hmm. That's a quality institution right there. Yeah. You got an Osco attached to that jewels? You, yeah. You're farting through silk, buddy. Fucking getting your groceries on time and employing the mentally disabled. That's what your jewels does. Yeah, it's, uh, they're, they're, they're keeping the community working. And that's what we don't, because it's baby Probably oil and It's Decades. an action stravaganza palooza. Talking about snow, don't forget your shoes, because uh, it's cold out. You're going to shovel. Oh, yeah. Oh. Groundhog Day. Was yesterday, Wear two right? socks. Don't forget your booties. It's cold out yeah. there. Oh, did, did he see a shadow? Uh, I think he died, I read in the headline. Before oh. they could do it, the groundhog was dead. <laughs> so... Read into that what you will. 
I didn't read the story, but that was a headline I scrolled past. Well, I am one half of your host. I am Matt O. With me as always, speaking of dead, he is the... Just forgot his name, so we're going to oh. go a different avenue. Ooh, you can be... Rock down to Electric Avenue. You can be the Dominic's mm, to my okay. waltz. Wow. You are Nate Adams. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. Sorry you closed down. Now, did you happen to uh, go through the... Uh, did you guys have Dominic's out here? Uh, we had Dominic's. A little bit north of here, like you go to Hammond, you'd see you'd see a Dominic's. Yeah, uh, about as close as it got here. A little bit of our. Got to get closer to the Illinois closer to the lake to see uh, yeah, some Domino's bleeding. Maybe maybe you'd see a church's chicken right next to it, and you'd be oh, like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah." Only get that every once in a while when we're taking a little trip. Our stop at the churches. Our bougie ass town's getting a Popeyes. That's true. I've never really thought about that, but we do. We have not had a proper Popeyes Louisiana kitchen. Where are they building that at? Uh, I think over, over there on where Broadway. they're building everything. Yeah, we we're getting the Sonic finally. The strip. They just built that Panda Express. Uh, I had it the other night. You know what? You know what? This area doesn't have enough huh. fucking national chain restaurants. I Let's love open it. up a new strip of them. Uh, there was maybe like half a dozen we didn't have yet. Get them in here. Yeah, you ever had Panda? Got to fatten our wives up. You had the Panda Express before? No, I don't fucking eat that trash. Give me a break. I never had it in my life. Had it the other night. I hear that orange chicken's pretty popular. I didn't. No. No, I no, tried the like wife's. That. I don't understand. I had the I had the I've kung never, pao. I've never gotten citrus flavoring yeah. on meat ever. Yeah. Like, what what no. is that? Why would anybody want that? I don't like uh, sweet and savory. Kung pao. Kung oh, pao. That sounds a little spicy. Whew. Yeah. A little spicy kung for our skin. I don't know. Oh, I eat it. I eat the spices, pal. Something of a heat seeker across the table <sighs> for me. Made some tacos before I came over here. You get a little black Fucking... pepper on top of something. That's that's spicy enough for me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that, that's that, where you that cut might it put off. Me down for a little bit. Ooh. Is your uh, your job shut down for snowmageddon? Oh yeah. There's. I, I saw. I, I was checking the Instagrams. Everybody announced yeah. closures. Nobody made their. Which I was going to ask you. Did you, you go through the the town square at all today? Uh, there no, has to be really at least one of those scumbag bars who could have uh, convinced one bartender to schlep their ass up there. And yeah, open I feel it. like there's there's money to yeah. be made right? from the alcoholics are going to be the first people to right. dig themselves out of their houses and try to get to a bar somewhere. I just got to find out. Maybe we have to call around see uh, yeah. see which ones, which ones I, uh, going on. The, with the with it's the been uh, like eighteen hours since I've left the house, man. I got to get out to a bar. Right with the weather. That uh, we knew was coming in. I was like, "Well, I'm not fucking around with the stores. It's going to be crazy." Oh no! But I will get beer. Okay. I had to make sure I had beer good, on the yeah. way home yesterday. Did you get like some some bush, some schlitz? Oh, I'm an, I'm rocking the old style. Okay. As that's, of late, that's a classic. Yeah. Just a thirty rack. Nothing wrong there. There's just nothing. You got to treat yourself wrong with that. That's no. For sure. It's good and good for you. Uh, who should have been should have been rocking some original Coors because we're going to be talking about Coors a lot this month probably. Spoiler alert! Don't be surprised when I show up with a sixer that day and make you finish half that with me. Pretty exciting to me. Let's get into uh, the reason for the season. What we're doing here on this action movie podcast? It's a new month. It's a new theme. You know how we do it. Uh, what you may not know is coming up February 11th. There's a, there's a very important mm. anniversary going on. Mm. Uh, February 11th, 1936, I think. Uh, birth date of one of the great uh, action movie, hillbilly movie, guy movie stars. Yeah. A little guy we like to call Burt Freckin' Reynolds right here. 
We're going to be celebrating him all month long here on Baby Oil and Blow. Uh, you know. Yeah. Would have been 86 years old, I think, this That's this it? Year, Matt. He's, uh, he wouldn't have been he's in his strapping 90s? young No, he was man. older than that. He's, he, he, he shouldn't have died. 36. He would have been 80. 83. <clears throat> that math doesn't check out at all. That would get us... Oh, this is this thing... The thing we don't do here. Is, no, wait. That's got to be your bull. That's right. Yeah. yeah he'll be 83. No. He was born in 36. He died when he was 82. That was like that was like years ago. He died when he was 82. Ago. Okay, okay. Right. Okay. And what did you say? He would have been 86 this year. Right Right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can do math. Can you? I don't know. How many years ago did he die? It's got to be what your bull. it? I don't know what year it is, but 2018. I saw the last movie he was in. September 11th, 2018. So that means that, that was before... Uh, oh, 2018, I was going to say. That means it had to have been before COVID. So. You saw, Either way. You saw Defining Moments? Happy birthday is uh, what we're calling our, our theme month here. And uh, we're going to start with... We're going to go in chronological order is how I got it planned here. I like it. Do, so. It's the way you should. Let's get into the rundown here. Of our movie of this week. The rundown this week is brought to us by uh, Mach 1 Racing Team. Oh. Uh, it's a NASCAR team. It was uh, co-owned by Hal Needham and Burt Reynolds. Mm. They uh, ran the number 33 Skull Bandit car. Hell yeah. Uh, NASCAR driver Harry Grant uh, was a... This is one of... It's an okay name. Burt Reynolds' mini uh, outside-of-film money-losing L- ventures that, lucrative he was, <laughs> that he was losing. going after. I think I'm going to be spotlighting over the course of, course of this month. The rundown this week is who else had racing teams? Paul Newman, um, Dave Paul Letterman. Newman was just like d- fucking gross, nerdy into car racing for yeah. some reason. He was somewhat successful though with it. I, I think, think so. Yeah, not like salad dressing successful, but like a, no, like, kind of a respected yeah. name. In, you know, he's got a there. nacho cheese in the in the Mexican get, get right aisle with like Jewel. Get, get right out of town. Yeah, how is it? I don't know. How is it compared to the other nacho cheeses? I, I, we'll pick some up. Whenever we get around to covering to me, yeah. uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Rundown is of 1973's White Lightning. This is an early pre-mustache Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Maybe the thing that made him uh, the, the actor that we come to know him as, I think. He was kind of bouncing around, doing How, a couple uh, seasons of TV shows yeah. here and there before this. People knew him, but he wasn't like Burt fucking Reynolds. Right, right. How old would you say you were... In 1973? Yeah. Mm. No, wait. Uh, when you started getting into Burt Reynolds Burt Reynolds? Oh, definitely later in life. Yeah. And like, 70s movies, not a thing you want to see when you're a kid of the 80s. R- right. They seem like they might as well be, like, 60 years fucking old when you watch a, a movie from the That's 70s. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, a Smokey and the Bandit, I think, was probably, like, the first That's one the I'd gateway. come across. Sure. Yeah, the, sure. the gateway thing as, as a young child. But um, even then, it's just kind of like... I don't know. It's a fucking. It's from the south, like shit from so, the south. When you're uh, a, a, a Yankee kid, in the 1980s just seems like sort of hillbilly and dumb. So my question to you is, because uh, I'm guessing you're kind of like me in this route, you, you trusted mustachioed Burt Reynolds first. Absolutely. Were yeah. you also like non-mustachioed Burt Reynolds? I don't know if I want to watch that movie. I should be seeing all of this skin. Is what yeah. it feels like when you're looking at him. Like yeah. it just seems like too much skin. D- it's like when a professional wrestler doesn't wear knee pads, so it just looks like he's wearing Bony underwear knees instead and of underwear. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not a 
pro wrestler. This yeah. is a guy in his underwear. That's just Norman this Smiley is, or Cody This isn't Rhodes. all-star actor Burt Reynolds. That's just the guy with a naked face. I don't, yeah. I don't really get it. Naked face and hat head. He's got, like, hat head Always. this entire fucking movie. Which is, Always. Which is weird. But uh, White Lightning here is a film with a runtime of 101 minutes. Tom Rock, don't tell us that Burt Reynolds was bald. He had a full head of hair, you fucking yeah, liar. until the day of his death. Just like Ted Danson. Fucking, he's always trying to call people out. He's a, yeah. Bald. Ridiculous. Unbelievable. Budget of this film. Jeez, of course, nobody knows what this 1973 fucking no, there's no shot way to know. in fucking the Deep South movie cost. Gross. Uh... I saw it 6.5 million somewhere, but I don't trust that. Like, I'm gonna, what's that mean? Uh, I'm gonna say it was a hit. Where where do those numbers come from? Yeah. Who was writing all those numbers down? I don't I don't think that happened. This thing was doing drive-through tours, like it'd play like one fucking town at a yeah. time over the course of like six years, probably. I'm saying it was a slow, moderate hit. It fucking it, it spawned a sequel, so it it's gotta to, be good. Had to have made somebody some money somewhere. That's, talking about that sequel, Gator. Show. Talking about Gator. That's right. Uh, I think that was the first one Bert sat in the director's chair in, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, old, sexy. Old Gator, the sequel. Um, Rotten Tomatoes on this one. Uh, the the pros have it at 75%, so uh, pretty pretty well liked amongst them. What do the hoes say? Audience a little bit less. Oh, 61%. audience, I'm sorry. It's pretty, mm. pretty mixed. You sound uh, like a bunch of hoes. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe some of those 80s kids thinking one of these 70s movies are a little bit too hillbilly, mm. a little bit too boring. We'll see. Yeah. Let's see what we think going forward. Director of this film, Matt, is uh, a guy named Joseph Sargent. Oh, Sergeant Uh, Joe. He did the very well-liked and respected Taking of Pelham 123. Oh, with uh, Denzel. I love that movie. Yeah, that's that's the one. Uh, No, the original, my friend. Uh, Not the original. He he did the third in the series, I think it was, Jaws the Revenge, which we talk Mm. about gateway films. Is that the 3D one? I'm pretty sure. No, that's Jaws 3D. So maybe Jaws the Revenge is the fourth one. Okay. Pretty sure that hit VHS like right when I had access to a video store, like new release. So that was my gateway Jaws film right there. Really? Yeah, like fucking Jaws the Revenge. First fucking Jaws I saw. I was like, (sighs) fucking movie about a gigantic shark on the front of it? I'll fucking rent this. Not knowing that a few years before I was born, Jaws was uh, until a couple years later when I started watching all the Jaws movies. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think I've seen a Jaws all the way through. Mm, not even the first Jaws. Not even the first. Not even the first Jaws. See, the second one, at least, it's got Michael Caine in it. Oi, I'm telling you, this shark is going to kill all these people. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you've seen uh, never it. Never mind. It's clear. I've it's seen them all. Also, this guy started off as a fucking just bangerang fucking TV director. Um, like, dozen episodes of Lassie here about. Oh, like shit. 14 or 15 of Gunsmoke. Probably where he met Burt Reynolds. Probably. Maybe. Uh, the man from Uncle did a whole fucking Ooh, handful of those. Yeah, so. that had uh, this guy. Henry Cavill and Army Hammer. Yeah, was, uh, once again, we're talking about the original here. Oh, <laughs> these fucking millennials. Oh, fuck. Uh, don't usually talk about the second unit directors when we're uh, talking about films right Is here, Army but, Hammer uh, acceptable again? I think he, since he tried to eat that girl, he's probably not going to get work anymore. So what? He's passionately weird and a really good actor. I like that guy. I don't know. Tall and handsome. That's the only crime he's guilty of he's he was already uncomfortably aryan before we knew he wanted to eat people it was, it was always you're always kind of side-eyeing that guy a little that's bit his fault. he's beautiful and perfect i mean it's not his fault that Bullshit. fucking 
people didn't get what he was doing in the Lone Ranger. That fucking movie flew right over everyone's heads. Unfortunately, he was great in the it's in the television the show Reaper. Y'all should have went out there and saw Johnny Depp with a bird on his head. Speaking of people who I don't think are canceled anymore, what's that? I think Johnny Depp is okay now. I think he's back. Oh, he plays an engine with a bird on his head. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. It slaps around some strumpet no one likes, and it's cool. Yeah. But Army Hammer just wants to do weird no. shit, like bite a girl during anal. Turns out, and he's a monster. Turns out, Johnny Depp didn't really slap around that chick. She was just gaslighting everybody and trying oh, to get him in trouble because yeah. she was crazy. I think she might be uh, on the outs now. I think you can no longer, you, you can no longer put her in things. Well, he's still a drunk that played cowboys up. and Indians. Got to keep up on the scoreboard of who's uh, who's canceled and who's not. Army Hammer's probably gonna have to like. Play a gay dude in a movie he or something. He did. Get back in everybody's good graces. He played that movie like last year with that gay boy where he's like, I'm a grown man that loves a gay boy. And they were like, oh, oh. here's all the Oscars. Is that, it was how, called how Kevin Spacey the, the movie. No, p- people aren't ready for that for sure. Oh. Second unit director and the stunt coordinator of this movie, fucking Hal Needham. The guy you got to talk about, he goes on to direct fucking Smokey and the Bandit. That's talk a big about movie. It. He directed a movie we've already talked about, fucking Megaforce. Yeah. It's one of the most beloved episodes of Baby Owen Blow ever when we were talking about A lot of people Force. said that uh, they're aware it's got of a, that episode. It's got a 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, that episode of this podcast. It's got a 29% on our podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stars of the film, Matt. Burt Reynolds yeah. is playing Gator McCluskey. Classic Southern bad boy, Gator McCluskey. You know this actor from being Congressman David Dilbeck in Striptease. It's a great late career role for Burns there. Uh, you know him from playing Boss Hogg in the big screen adaptation of The Dukes of Hazard. That's, that's, an, that's an underrated With film. With Johnny <laughs> Knoxville and Sean William Scott? Yeah, that's right. And don't forget Jessica Simpson oh, coming up to rear. Hey... Uh, he played Paul Anderson on season four, episode seven of Burn Notice, Past and Future Tense. Now, I know you watched a lot of Burn Notice. Do you remember this episode? Hell yeah. That's, yeah, uh, it's got uh, Bruce Campbell and the guy this from is, Blair Witch 2. This is the one where Michael helps a former Cold War spy who has been targeted by Russian operatives, yeah. while Fiona helps Jesse get a chance to speak with his old boss about who burned him. Mm-hmm. We're addressing the burning. That had to have been yeah. a big episode right there. Uh, Burn got like acknowledged in every episode. Also, I, I don't know if it's you're a driving aware of this, story. But I, if we called your brother Ted right now, I'm oh. sure he'd probably know that uh, Burt Reynolds was the voice of Judge Keaton on season four, episode 26 of Duckman. Nobody watches Duckman. <laughs> uh, episode called Das Sub. Uh, in this episode, having been convicted of a wide assortment of morales charges, Duckman is sentenced to community service as a substitute teacher in an inner city high school. Having, that sounds hilarious. Having been convicted. It's like high school high, but uh, animated. Having been convicted of being Having seen deep every classroom hell movie ever made, Duckman prepares for the worst. From Long John Silver. After a rough beginning, as the kids are so well behaved, Duckman vows to teach them what really matters. The world according to Duckman. Oh boy. Sounds sounds hilarious. Yeah. Like you can't be mad at him. Guy picked up a girl mm. in the Long John Silver's drive thru. Duckman did? No. Fucking Ted Man did. Oh, 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 we're back to talking about yeah. your your, uh, your family right now. Yeah, when he was finger blasting that girl on the oh, couch watching oh, Duckman. Oh, oh. He picked that girl up from the Long John Silver's drive-thru. Right. Yeah. Now, 
That's skillful. Was she working the drive-thru? Yes. Okay, that's right. He didn't get out of his car. And go no, he car's rolled window. through, got the Uncle Teddy special, right. as usual. Uh, was that uh, 20 uh, loose hush puppies like my college roommate used to go there? No, no, no. It's a... It's the two-piece chicken. Add a piece of chicken. Oh, that's a great special right Extra there. Extra crispies. Not nearly as repugnant Get that large as Pepsi. the 20 loose hush puppies order yeah. that my college roommate used to throw in. After Ted lost the taste for Long John Silver's, a.k.a. bang that chicken, Long John got Silver's. COVID. Yeah. couldn't taste it anymore. Right. Uh, it became the Uncle you Tommy. You ain't getting vexed. It became the Uncle Tommy special. Oh, no way Tommy Chi-Town was only adding one piece of chicken. Maybe they used to get the three-piece out of fourth. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Jennifer Billingsley is in this movie as the character Lou. who's kind of the community community slut. She's not collecting any money here, so I'm just going to call her a slut, really, is what she's playing in this movie. Uh, She was Annette Barnes on season two, episode 21 of Hawaii Five-O, called Most Likely to Murder. Uh, in that episode, Honolulu policeman Lou Morgan appears to be cracking after his wife is killed. Uh, Morgan also is an old friend of Five O's, Dan Williams, who takes a personal interest in the case. It turns out that Morgan's wife, said Don the Marjorie, Wilson. had affairs with other men. What? The lead suspect is Gary Oliver, a criminal who is Mrs. Morgan's latest lover. That sounds very juicy. Yep. Uh, Morgan kills Oliver. Whoa! case of a grief-stricken husband taking vengeance. Wow! But Five O's probe shows the case is more complicated. It always Anal is on Five O. It, it always is. Uh, Book him, Dano. Last role she ever took. Uh-huh. Uh, she played the character Bonita Gray yeah. on season two, episode five of The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh. Photo finish. Mm. In this one, Peter's interviewing a coin dealer, Ooh. and uh, he's showing Peter a valuable collection. When someone breaks in and knocks Peter out, when he comes to, the police ask for the picture he took. When Peter develops the film, he discovers a picture he didn't take, which Whoa. appears to be of the robber, and it appears to be a woman. Oh. Peter chooses not to give it over to the cops. Uh, he talks to the dealer, the ex-wife, who resembles the woman in the picture. It turns out the dealer was behind it and is trying to frame his ex-wife. <laughs> See, there was a pretty intricate detective work on that show, because yeah. you couldn't really do much Spider-Man swinging around on rooftop stuff yeah. with a TV budget in the late yeah. 70s. So no. you had to do stuff like interview coin dealers wives yeah. i liked it when i was a kid but spider-man guessing that show doesn't hold up very well matt what's your husband deal who's your husband dealing coins to hey that cartoon spider-man not the shitty mm. 70s one but the good 90s mm. one. Oh, i recall the 90s yeah. one that's right yeah you know who did the theme song to that spider-man yeah Spider-Man. that's the song i, I don't know the edge Tivo? oh wow yeah that's pedigree right there right Shit. No wonder they did that Spider-Man musical. Is that he already had it in his blood? Did Bono do the X-Men theme? Yep. Wow. You excited? I didn't know that. You excited for that '90s X-Men relaunch? No, because I'm an adult. So you're pretty pumped. Okay, halfway there. Yeah, me too. Ned Beatty's in this film as Sheriff <laughs> J.C. Connors, <laughs> a cop. <laughs> uh, that's right. He got. Uh, but fucked in Deliverance, very famously. No, I was I I was wheezing. I was shoveling oh. earlier. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, how's how's your back holding up after the couple rounds of shoveling? Everybody. My back. My good. back. My old back's feeling good right yeah, now. I feel great. Uh, Saw them push up. Clyde Torkel and another Burt Reynolds joint stroker ace worked with Burt Reynolds a couple times yeah. here. He was the dean and back to school. Uh huh. He played Dan's dad on a handful of episodes of Roseanne. This is a guy that got around. Also, 
Speaking of nerds, what up, though? People who like little children shit. I'm sure all of the fucking nerds out there listening to this podcast will recognize him as the most iconic DC Comics superhero character of all time, oh. Otis. Yep. Fucking everybody Otis. loves Otis. Yeah. I got I got Otis number one that that second miniseries they did. In, yeah. in the late '80s. I got that. It's worth something. I got, I got that. and boarded. Cramp that chrome foil. Variant. Oh man, that thing's that yeah. thing's still going for money right now. Chiny, it's chiny. Bo Hopkins is in this film as Bo Roy Hopkins. Boone, a booze Bo runner. Uh, we saw him as Crazy Lee boy, in the Wild boy, Bunch. Boy, boy, we saw him as Frank Jackson in the Getaway. He oh. worked with Peck and Paw a lot. He was Tex in Midnight Express. Mm. If you're into weird movies about Turkish prisons, you'll remember that. Also, he, he played the three, the three banger from us, George. Oh, no, we didn't watch that one on the thing. He's uh, oh yeah, he did. He's he's that's three. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, he played George in season eight, episode sixteen of the Andy Griffith Show, Goober the Executive. Goober uh, says hi. Goober hears that Wally has the gas station up for sale. He decides the time has come for him to become a businessman. Well, golly. Fandy and Emmett acting as co-signers, he borrows the money and is soon the proud owner of his own business. His idea of being a business executive may be a bit off-kilter, however. His first act is Classic to hire an goob. employee to do the manual work while he does all the thinking. Huh. Only problem is, he's not a much of a businessman. And Andy and Emmett start to wonder what they got themselves into when Goober starts making some serious errors, like forgetting to order gas. <laughs> Sounds like a mess. Andy got himself into a mess. It must have been when uh, Gomer was off being in the Marines right yeah. there, so they had to lean in heavy on Goober doing real yeah. things. You know what they found in Gomer's... Late season's got a little dodgy. You know what they found in Gomer's pile? What's that, man? Olivia Newton-John. Shazam! Wait a minute. That's terrible. Matt Clark is in this film as Dude Watson. That's I went to school with Matt name. Clark. Uh, this is a stock car racer and mechanic. His brother, Chris Clark. Uh, your old classmate was the old Western bartender in Back to the Future 3 who famously said, You better run, squirrel! He was the mugger in uh, Black Like Me, that weird movie where <laughs> white people white, white people turned black and then uh, oh, you saw what that was like. You're thinking of uh, White Man's Burden with Sam Jackson better, and John Travolta. The better take on the... Uh, mm-hmm. in my, he, he was J.W. Bell in Peck and Paw's Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh, movies from the 70s. Mm-hmm. He was the Secretary of Defense in Buckaroo Banzai. Seen that. Us, taking us into the 80s there. Also, you want to take us into the 90s? Okay. Uh, he was the character... Honor Tibido in Candyman Farewell to the Flesh. Honoré Tibido. Also, Walt Bacon on 12 episodes of the Jeff Foxworthy show. Wow. What, uh, That's what a was, good what get. What was the setup of that show? What, what job was Jeff Foxworthy's character doing on that show? Do you, you recall? And who was his wife? Oh. Was his wife the chick from uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer? Am I remembering that correctly? Man, I don't know. You've got wow, me stumped I on that one. I never watched Foxworthy. Foxworthy. Impressive. Yeah, I can't believe can't believe you were able to resist. I like that. I got a a, a weird genre I can jump into. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. That's a lot, to, a lot you can catch up on. I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit Grace Under Fire mm-hmm. and then go right into Foxworthy. Uh, ride that thing into the Torkelsons. None of the snow melts anytime soon. You spend like a lot it. of time indoors. I like it. 
Diane Ladd is in this film as Maggie, the mm-hmm. piece of ass who like sort of lives adjacent to dude's garage. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what her relationship is to everybody else. It seems his, to change from scene to scene. I thought that was his wife or girlfriend. I thought or she was working for him, but then at the mom. end, she kind of seems to be his girlfriend, but then she talks about how his wife's going to get all the money. Then yeah. here is a lot. It's unclear. These hillbillies. Either way, she was uh, Marietta Fortune and Wild at Heart, which mm. I know is uh, one of your favorites. Mm. Right there. Mm. She was Ida in uh, Chinatown. Treat which me should be like nobody's favorite. That movie is long and boring. Me she was Flo and Alice doesn't live here anymore. This is, she's done a lot of legit shit. Until she played Dr. Jane Tiptree in Carnosaur. Things things seem to go down downhill pretty fast in the 90s, Matt. Tear it all apart. Carnosaur, you say? She was Rita in that Patrick Swayze uh, comedy, Parenthood. You I that loved that one. Uh, he's a criminal. Now he's oh got to raise some gosh. kids. Hey, I bet that girl that was the daughter could mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who don't played the daughter. I don't remember anything about the movie. But, I uh, remembered it was a delight. Probably. Shane's casting directors usually have an eye for it. Oh, you got to. Most recently, uh, Diane Ladd was Hortons on season four, episode 13 mm-hmm. of Young Sheldon, Matt. Oh, that's a, a one. Geezer bus in a new model for education was the name of that episode. Uh, and this one, Sheldon refuses to ride in a car after getting into an accident with Meemaw. Also, Missy uses their trauma to her advantage at school, and Meemaw is forced to take the church shuttle while her car is in the shop. Oh, that's why I recognize all the characters as that Young Shell. That sounds like a boring fucking show, Matt. Yeah, I, I never watched that one. I know the Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. I saw one episode of Young Sheldon uh, on mute when I was drinking at a bowling alley bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wallace Shawn was in it. Who? You know, inconceivable. Oh, that guy. Just looking old as fuck. Yeah. He was uh, in the, not only in Clueless, he was in Clueless, the television the, 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 show. The series, yeah, yeah which yeah, I probably that's saw a big, that's at a, least the first two seasons that's a of. good I don't know. get. That was a pretty strong TGIF offering there for a little bit. Hey, sorry we couldn't get Alicia Silverstone, but we got the inconceivable guy. Yeah. Um, R.G. Armstrong is in this movie as Big Bear. A moonshiner who works with the police. Oh. This guy was the general in Predator. So we've talked oh. about Predator, right? We have to have talked about Predator on this podcast. Did we? I don't know that we did. That's crazy. We, we still got some some aces up our sleeves, maybe. Or did we? No, we... Who could tell? We've, like, ironically avoided a lot of big-name yeah, movies. That's true. And someday we're going to remember what those movies are. Oh. It's going to be a nice little payday oh, for when man. we're feeling lazy. He was a retired Texas Ranger in Walker, Texas Ranger 3, oh, Deadly hell Reunion, yeah. which is hell one of the yeah. Walker movies. Oh. I didn't know there was three Walker movies. There's like eight. They're so good. Wow. Uh, you'll remember him maybe if you had got a, a close eye on what was going on under all that makeup as playing Prune Face in Dick Tracy. Yeah. Also, uh, definitely, I know you're going to remember how, this one. Come on. I asked the other week, how many Dick Tracy characters can you name? From the movie. <laughs> still still none. I fucking hated that movie. Caprice, Big Boy Caprice, the Lips, Blank, Manilow, I only knew the, blank. the Blank, 88 Keys, Flat Top, Itchy. Flat Top I could have come up with. Uh, fucking The Rodent, Bob the Tramp. Bob the Tramp? Uh, Yeah, he was played by... That's real lazy. Was that Nick Nolte? I don't remember. Mumbles, that was Dustin Hoffman. Oh, man. I yeah. can't believe he sank that low. I'm... That's pretty impressive what I just D-Hoff. rattled off there. D-Hoff. Impressive to who? Yeah. Oh, Little Face? R.G. Armstrong 
played the character Mr. Cameron on season one, episode two of Silk Stockings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I had seen a lot of that. Came on right after Raw. Going to Babylon, the second episode is called. I USA back then. And this one, a dead call girl and the wealthy victim of an apparent heart attack send Rita and Chris undercover into the dark world of sexual appetites mm. as Rita must come to terms with her past. Sounds How, like an uncle touched her. No, it sounds like she wanted to bite somebody during sex and that people got all bent out of shape. Movie? It's not a, it's not it's not bad if you want to eat somebody to during sex. Go to sex. Bat for Army Hammer. Again. He's a good guy. He played a gay. Tagline of this movie, Matt. Meet the Bayou's baddest good old boy. <laughs> Reynolds left. Plot. It's a uh, That wasn't even the full not much one. Much longer than the tagline. An ex-con teams up with federal agents to help them with breaking up a moonshine ring. That's not quite all the plot. There's also a dead brother in there somewhere, but we'll get into that when we get into the next segment of our podcast, which we call Bullet Points. It's where we did stood out to us as we were watching the film. Gun, gun! There's guns, there's shooting. Uh, Yeah, there's a couple guns in this movie. Mm -hmm. Matt, what was was your first bullet point when you sat down to watch 1973's Chase the lot of hoodoo there. <laughs> we do open up in a swamp. Ball down the bayou. We're down in the bayou. I don't know. Were there any hoodoo in, in these opening shots we get right here? I didn't, no, I, didn't, I don't think so. I didn't pick out so. any hoodoo, I didn't think, but I wasn't watching yeah. all that close. I was more into the beautiful cinematography here. We got was the nice. sun setting over the water here. We're down in a swampy situation. What's that uh, movie we watched about the merchant marines? Fighting oh, crimes Southern in Comfort? the fucking yeah. yeah, fighting just fucking weirdo Cajuns down yeah. in the, uh, the the woods down there. That's, That's what it harkened to film. for your old for boy sure. here. I was uh, I was thinking about Gator Bait in the beginning of that uh, movie when a couple of cops try to harass Claudia Jennings out on the water, baiting some gators. But the cops in this one aren't trying to harass any buxom young women. They just mm-hmm. got a couple of fucking Nancy looking little wiener boys tied up in a canoe and blindfolded. Yep. And, uh, before you can figure out what's going on, fucking some chinless dork and Ned Beatty shoot these guys' canoe with a shotgun yep. and just sink them to the bottom of the... Fuck, they're down there in Davy Jones' locker. Yeah. Down there in Jean Lafitte's locker. I want to sink to the bottom with you. Um, Who's Jean Lafitte? He's a famous pirate that uh, knew all the ins and outs of the bayous and used that to con the American government out of a lot of money and uh, fight off the British when they were trying to invade through New Orleans. Are you talking about PCO? He's a great Frenchman. Old Ned Beatty, uh... Yeah. Looking pretty sweaty already. Very it's sweaty. Ju- it's just the morning. Right. See, it's the first thing in the morning. He's already got a glaze on him right here. Yeah. And just... Just fat and corrupt. You can tell right away. Let's point it out. I mean, you already did, and then let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I think we've brought it up before, but it needs to be said again. When did movies get too pretty and like uh, stop letting us know how hot it is wherever they're filming? Definitely, it's bullshit. Definitely went into the early '80s, I think. Yeah, and then like. Maybe by the late 80s, everything was just glossy and air-conditioned on sets, and we weren't just, like, letting actors sweat it out all the time. Bullshit, man. Nothing looked greasy and sweaty in movies anymore. Everybody always talks about, you get these actors being like, yeah, they were pretty, like, extreme Mm -hmm. conditions. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, you know, five-degree weather, and we had to do these shots, and then I'd run in and, like, quickly warm up and blah, blah, blah. talking about that shit. Fuck that. Give me some, like actor just with greasy like sweat 
in their hair well, you know, or it's all nasty. You and, know who deserves some credit here who, who, who tried to bring who's this bringing shit that back. back. There was like a whole six-year period Play where The Rock did nothing but movies where he wore khaki pants and like yeah. was sweating through shirts. That's fair. In some sort of a jungle situation. That's fair. Actually, he's still doing them. He just did that fucking Jungle Cruise movie where I'm certain yeah. he's sweating through his fucking shirts through that whole fucking movie. He's the only guy sweating in movies anymore. What's what's up with that? That movie was a little long and boring. I'd just watch African Queen instead if I were you. I've Yeah, I've seen that one a couple times. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, I've already been there. I assume yeah. it's pretty much the same diff. Catherine Hepburn, uh, that chick from Live, Die, Repeat, yeah. same thing. Same people. What's that chick's name? She was the one that was in the Catherine movie, Hepburn. Right? You oh, had it right. right. That's yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, after this yeah. opening little uh, thing, we 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 go to jail. Yeah. Burt Reynolds. He's in jail. Holy hell! He's shirtless and greased up yeah. and working on a car. How's engine. the whiskey business, Gator? And I was just, I just initially, I just had to write right away. Jesus Christ! This guy had to crush so much puss in the nineteen seventies. Yeah. Just right. like. I want to throw my panties at him right now. Yeah. Just in this fucking first scene of him shirtless working on a car engine. Anything he wanted. This is this is what men used to look like. Yep. Back in the day, Matt. What what has happened? I don't know. We're given everyday snowstorms names like they're hurricanes. Yeah. Nobody's shirtless and working on car engines anymore. No one's trying nothing. Ugh, sucks. You got yeah. some real cool hand Luke vibes going here because we're just we're on a fucking we're out in the yard. Everybody's just sweaty as fuck. Everybody's greasy. Everybody looks disgusting. Immediately, you're like, I'm going to have to get up and take a shower after I watch this movie because it's disgusting. Caught that episode of uh, King of the Hill the other night where uh, Bobby wants mm-hmm. to take peer counseling and Hank's like, nah, you're taking auto shop. Oh, yeah. The only thing I need to figure out is whether my son is a Ford man or a Chevy man. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's good stuff. Is that the last? Uh, no, no, not my best. Hank, uh, I was going to say, is that the, is that the, the last uh, TV show that was like addressing like grumpy baby boomer dad complaints? But no, Tim Allen's keeping that fucking yeah, plane alive. Yeah. His, his, his show is called Last Man Standing. Plus, he had that uh, hot young little thing that goes lesbo and that uh, mm, book smart movie. Following right now, Tim Allen did. Uh, what's that? Is that a movie? Book smart. Yeah, it's uh, with, Olivia uh, Wilde's film. I did. Yeah. I, I didn't know she was working with Tim Allen on that. No, one. no, no. The little girl, the the girl that goes lesbo in that. Oh, okay. It's got a hot little scene. Yeah, That's... she plays uh, Tim's oh, she's, youngest she's daughter on the Tim in the Allen show. show right there, and they're close. I can see that. They're close. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about what? it, I knew that because that came on right after the episode of Young Sheldon I watched when I was drinking yeah. that bowling alley bar. Yeah. And something was happening where, like, she got fucking, like, into working on cars, but not in the way he wanted right. her to or something. That show's pretty good. Oh, man. I watch that show, and I'm like, maybe he's right. Maybe the liberals are really stupid. I got to hang out in bowling alleys more. That was a fun day. Tim Allen's a good guy. Anyways, the, the, the uh, not the dean, that's college. The warden comes and is like, hey, Gator. Yeah. Your fat cousin's here. She's got some bad news for you. Yeah. So he goes, and uh, he's just, this chick's just like wearing a nice Looking dress. Good. Hasn't been out working in the yard at all, but she's she even looks like a glazed yeah. ham. She's mm. so fucking sweaty. Just sitting mm. at a table. You inside can smell of, it. Yeah, she's like, 
So, uh, Gator, turns out your brother was dead. Uh, people say that it's the corrupt sheriff who did it. Yeah. Probably you're going to have to spend the rest of this movie getting revenge on him. Yeah. And he's all like, I need to know who done it. And she's like, I just told you, man. Your daddy thinks it was a sheriff. So you'd think that, like, probably the first act of this movie would be about him trying to figure out how he's going to break out of jail to go out there and get revenge. But uh, Not our hero. No. This movie doesn't have time for this. His entire plan is uh, he's going to jump a guard, beat him up, run to the fence, hop the fence, and then try to run away yeah. from jail. He he does. He For a couple minutes. And I was like, is this this is a crazy plan. Is this going to work? He runs from was, jail. Was getting out of jail this easy in the 1970s? He gets far. Hey, they catch him right away. Yeah, they got horses. They're, they're on horses. And they're just like, Gator, what are you doing? They're not you even mad at him. Hop a fence and run away from jail. <laughs> we got things more figured out than that, buddy. Come they, on. Come they, on. They give him the really, yeah. really. You get the sense that all these people are pretty cool with Gator. Yeah. Like, they're just like, this guy's fucking handsome and yeah. awesome. I love having him in jail. He's the coolest. I want to get myself arrested so I can hang out with Gator. I'll tell you what, man. It reminded me when I worked in the work release. Mm. Better times. Yeah, if you're going to go to a jail, get in a work release program. That was like changing lives. That was like living the longest yard. That's where you're rehabilitating people. Yeah, put them out back out into the workforce. Yeah, get them to shovel some driveways so yeah. we can get back to our bars and restaurants. Make comments. You think those work release guys were happy to hear that uh, their jobs got snowed in no. and canceled today? Hell no. No. And then they're like, "What day rooms closed because of COVID? This fucking sucks." Ah, uh, that's yeah. Nobody thinks about our convicts, is what happened. Not at all. Right here, yeah. There's a lot of banjo picking over the soundtrack oh, yeah. as they're chasing him with the dogs, though, which I really like. That's how you know you're watching a true southern exploitation film oh, right yeah. here. There's all sorts of... It's just open fields, too. There's, like, nothing mm-hmm. he can hide. You can see no. for miles. Like, I don't know where he, he thought he was going here. So. Right. It's good that they caught him immediately. Smash cut to him digging ditches. They got mm-hmm. him do, doing manual labor in the southern heat. There's just a lot of chest hair and sweaty biceps going on here. They're, oh, yeah. I just put... This is just, like... Basically pure gay porn right here. The last 12 minutes of this movie right here. Yeah. I was wondering if there's like a big following of Burt Reynolds movies in the gay community, either back then or now. Because I think, I think you could get, I think they'd enjoy it. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if they know that it's out there for them. And I think the if they introduced there. it to them, yeah, I think right. I think they'd really enjoy this whole feel like, genre of films. But I feel like Burt Reynolds has to connect with a certain Kind of campy, the whole Southern aimed at Hicks thing. They like yeah. that. They like ironic things. There's yeah. always a lot of man meat on display. All of his movies have a little bit of Spread camp. the word. I'm just going to yeah. spread the word to all the gay guys I know. Burt Reynolds. Look him up. Check him out. Uh, he seems to have a new plan to get out. He's like, what if I go undercover and be a stool pigeon and, uh, take down some bootleggers for the federal government? Captain of the old chain gang's like, yeah, I'll put you in front of Cantrell. (laughs) You know what? Criminal in jail? Yeah. I'll talk to the federal government. They'll let you do that. Sure. Let's, let's hook it up right away. Uh, and... Next scene, we're talking to Cantrell. Yeah, Cantrell's like, yeah, fucking that corrupt sheriff. We've known he's corrupt for years. It's great. I mean, we're going to let you out of jail. We're going to give you a sweet car. Basically, just drive away and do whatever you want. Convicted criminal. You're, gonna you're, go, you're the fucking coolest. We're totally go on board to with this. Bogan County. Yeah. Bogan County, Dry County. If you watch the Andy Griffith show, you're familiar with the concept of Dry County. Yeah. If you watch the Dukes of Hazard, you're familiar with the concept of Dry County. Mm. These are some of the tenants in my early childhood reruns of those fucking shows. So mm. I'm all in right here. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm zoned in. I, I grew up on stories like this. I know what's I know what's to come. Real life. Car chases and wackiness. Hell yeah. So as soon as he gets that car, and they're like, "Here's here's your uh, 
contact you got to meet. Yeah. Old uh, Dude Watson. Dude Watson. Turns out he's broke his parole. He's in some trouble, so you'll be able to strong arm him for info. He does the only thing a guy can do when he's given his freedom for the first time in a long time. Fucking peel out in that car and well, flip the cops you know, the finger, man. He's got a Just 429 a dual finger. carburetor. You know, he's he's ready to go here. It's a, it's a lot of car. He's got, yeah. It's a lot of car, my man. He's got the ponies under the hood. Mm-hmm. I could tell right away, being a veteran of this genre, yeah. uh, this guy's peeling out like this. There's going to be a Smokey around the corner. We're going to have ourselves a car chase coming up right here is what's going to happen. Nate. Uh-huh. There was a Smokey. Yeah, there the was corner. a Smokey. He yeah. chases him. What's cool, though, which you don't generally get in something uh, what that is. like the Dukes of Hazard is this isn't just like dirt hills they've built out in the middle of nowhere right here. He's just like, let's just take this car chase into the middle of a populated town in the afternoon and just start tear-assing around corners like dangerously close to like dozens yeah. of extras and little kids on bikes and shit. It's like if you married a uh, fucking bullet mm. to like... The Andy Griffith show. I would love to do that. Yeah. This sounds like the little baby that I could take care of. That's mm-hmm. exactly what you got down here. This is dangerous shit that I don't think you could really, uh, unless you had tons of money to like build your own little town or just completely empty yeah. out a little town. This They weren't doing that shit back here. This is just like, yeah, sure, we'll let you film in our town. Yeah. Uh, hopefully nobody gets hurt type yeah. shit going on right here. Hey, it looks cool as hell. Hey, dumb fuck town in yeah. Indiana, you want to be in a movie? It's we fucking, sure do. It's fucking seventies. Fucking who doesn't want to be on, in a movie? It's it's great. He's running circles around these cops, just terrassing around blocks. He fucking loses him right away, and he's just like, oh, that was kind of fun. Hey, uh, am I mistaken, or are those some high school girls eyeballing me? Why don't I just pull over and fucking flirt with them for a while? And they're like, oh, fuck, you're Gator McCluskey. You used to fuck. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, used to. Oh, you fucking are so-and-so's little sister. You yeah. were flat-chested the last time I last saw time you. Last time I saw you, you were flat-chested. You know, like, these girls are not of age. Yeah. Like These girls have recently hit puberty is what's happening right here. Plus, Don't think that this is on the up and up. We don't want you to think that. Yeah, but also, plus, you you gotta, you know, you make them work for it. You, yeah. you backhanded comp Compliments. Mm-hmm. You used to be flat chested. That's right. Yeah. It's like my old con game where you give them the, uh, hey, you're, you're not bad. High six, low seven. You got to neg these women, so man. They love that. But shit. also give them a little glimmer of hope right. that maybe they could turn it around. That's what a lot of people don't get. They go too hard on the neg, they don't give the glimmer of hope. Right. It's like Coach McGurk once said uh-huh. women want to be lied to. Absolutely. This main chick who he's talking to here, she's got some lust in her eyes. She wasn't too hard on the eyes, and I was like, I think we're going to be uh, in store for some some real eye candy here yeah. through this movie. And yeah. then, gotta say, kind of disappointed going forward. Yeah. This this is the hottest chick in the movie, and we right. only see her for like two seconds. The friends... What's up with that? Got Lucy's just hanging out everywhere. She does indeed. No yeah. nip, but... She's putting it out there. You know she knows her friend with. is hotter than her, so she's got to go that extra mile. Mm-hmm. Which you appreciate the effort. Oh, hell sure. yeah. Hell yeah. Always appreciate that effort. There's a weird thing here where he's like fucking scamming on him and like the dialogue just slowly fades out and then like some sad music slowly fades right. in and it's like, time to go meet my parents and talk about my murdered brother. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I guess we're switching tones. <laughs> the movie's yeah. very forcefully going to let us know. They're just letting us know that Gator, you know, he's got this 
this goal at hand to take down the sheriff, but mm-hmm. he's a complex mix of things, man. Yeah, he's been he locked up for a little bit. He also wants to get laid. He wants pussy. Hopefully underage girls if possible. But his, speaking of underage, his young brother got himself killed. He's got he's to gotta fucking work on this first. Uh, when he gets back home, the mom's just hysterical right off. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's Gator. He's home. He's going to go get in trouble again. It's my boy Gator. Don't you go getting yourself in trouble again. He's like, oh, I'm going to go to that dry county and figure out what happened. And she's like, oh, you let the dead lie. She's Pa's got to slap her right here is yeah. what's got to happen. She's a hysterical right. woman. You got to right. just, I'm not saying yeah. like hurt her, but you got to give just no, a sturdy yeah. slap to get a hysterical attention. woman. Yeah, fucking snap her back to right. reality is what you got to do. I think, uh, to quote Ramrod the pimp, uh, right. the problem with these sugar pimps is they don't know how to control their bitches. Is right. what's happening. Well, uh, to take it back to Vice Squad, you, you know, know this, what I'm saying? This is his wife, mother of his children. Mm, that's, that's true, Not yeah. quite a street. Walker, That's what I'm saying. Just the, but sure, a backhand, not an sure. open hand like yeah. Ramrod would give her. It's right. Just, yeah. Just a little. How's your father right there? Yeah. So he's like, uh, we shut her up. I don't know. Gave her some hooch or something. Put her down. He's talking to Pa now. And he's like, listen, the only reason I'm out of jail is because the federal government yeah. basically hired me. Like I'm Snake Plissken right. to go take down this corrupt sheriff. So in Bogan County, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, and Pa has got his priorities straight, which I like. He's like, you ain't going to snitch on any of those liquor people. No. And he's like, no, no, just the sh- fucking sheriff, man. Right. Just the piece of shit cop. Right. I'm not going to fucking name names to yeah. any other moonshiners. I'm fucking Southern, man. Give me a break. Those shiners are good people that just don't, don't yeah, want to pay taxes on their their spirits. Next uh, next scene, we're at the Bogan County Fair. Bogan County Fair, baby. Some footage of some stock car races. Little round and round. Fucking 70s was just full of movies with stock footage of stock car racing going on. Yeah. This is this is one of them right here. This is where we meet our contact, Dude Watson. Mm-hmm. He's all like, hey, I got a car. You're a mechanic. How about you work on my car? We make friends. Here's yeah. some moonshine. How about you drink some moonshine? Yeah. Dude's been around the block. He's like... I don't know what that moonshine is, where it came from. No. Probably a fucking cop or something, man. Like Probably. I got to hop in my cool fucking stock car and tear ass out of here and fucking leave you in the dust. Yeah. Fucking gator, whatever your name is. Fucking peace out, bro. Yeah. I'm Watson. Cool shit Burt Reynolds does, which couldn't have been planned, where he gets mad and he chucks that jug of moonshine at the car that's peeling away. Yeah. Nails that right through that fucking back window. Fucking quarterback punk right here throwing spirals. You're he's right. Chucking jugs of moonshine. Yeah. That's he, your, that was some impressive shit right he there. He whips it straight in, and I noticed it. I watched it, and I didn't even think of it at the time. That's a, it's a tops throw right there. Uh, Gator, All American. Gator's not giving up that easy. No, Gator don't day, give up. We're at Dude's Garage, which is one of the coolest fucking just little locations I've seen in a movie in a long time. This uh-huh. disgusting garage yeah. just lived in with shit piled everywhere, yeah. which... Had to have just been a found fucking, like, working hillbilly garage in some backwater fucking town. It's, like, butted up right against residential homes yeah. for some fucking reason that, like, clearly people are really living in. Just just shit piled to the fucking ceiling. This great well, location scouting right here. It was the garage to his house. He's got a house yeah, in this he's, hillbilly he's suburb. This, he's working this business out yeah. of it right here. This, this yeah. shoddy-ass fucking only in the south, only in the 70s business. Uh, Gator breaks in. Takes, this is Arkansas, by the way. Yeah, 
That's right. We're, we're down in Arkansas, which I didn't know was uh, had bayou. I've never been through there. I thought it was more of a drier climate, but... Uh, no, no, no. It's I guess just it's got... kind of a long uh, state. Let's go to Geography Corner. Scott. Where is that? Is that... Arkansas. Louisiana and then Texas. It's They're like... They're butted up against each other. Where's Arkansas? Memphis... They're Tennessee, Atlanta, Arkansas, real close to each other. Mm-hmm. It's Down not far from somewhere. Tennessee. I know I've been through How does Mississippi part fit of in? Ah, it's also there. I know I've been through part of Arkansas. So uh dude gets his gun taken from him and he's just hollering and hollering like a woman about everything going on. So Gator's gotta sock him in the stomach one mm-hmm. to let him know, like, hey, shut up, man. Yeah. Also, this is how it's going to be. I need stuff from you, and you're going to do it because I'm fucking Gator, and I'm cool. Yeah. And you're just dude, the sidekick. Also, I wrote, there's a blonde lady next door worried about all the commotion. She definitely looks like someone Gator is going to fuck in this movie. Yeah. Which she doesn't end up being. No. This is that fucking Maggie girl. Right. And through the rest of this movie, she keeps appearing, but never really amounts to anything as a character. It's strange. Her character was strange to me. There's one thing we know about her character. Mm -hmm. She doesn't wear bras. No. That's why I thought we'd see more of her in the movie. Because it was like, okay, she never has a bra. This Mm -hmm. is going to lead to something for sure. Uh, she's wrangling some little kids down there, which aren't dudes' kids, Mm-mm. even though later on, at the very end of the movie, it's sort of all of a sudden her and dude are a couple of some sort. Uh, we'll build to it. We'll also, apparently uncredited, the young little kid is a young little baby Laura Dern, as it turns out, running around in the really? dirty backyard. That's right. That's right. I could see Bruce Dern must have been on set buying drugs or something. Billy kid, right? Just let his kid run around. Picking up a little movie. coke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, can we put your kid as an extra in this scene? That's yeah. fine. Just give me a little more coke. So, uh, dude's got some wise words here. He tells, uh, he tells uh, Gator, "You want to get that sheriff, man? Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to kill him." And he's like, "You gotta help me, dude. You gotta help me." Yeah, he gets real serious. Pussy. Like Bert does some some real acting here for for a moment. And uh, so now we got we got a plot here. Yeah, it's sort of. These guys are gonna team up, and infiltrate the moonshining ring. Before that, you gotta you gotta let people know that Gator ain't no hippie though. No, nah. these guys walk through town. This like mm-hmm. little like ice cream truck or something that says legalized marijuana real yeah. big on the side rose by, and Gator's like, <laughs> fucking, I don't like that shit, man. Mm-mm. Fucking booze is cool, weeds for fucking weirdos. Yeah. straight up. Ugh. We're good old fashioned drunks around here. I hate these fucking young hippie kids, which is interesting because. Uh, these these exploitation southern moonshine and movies generally don't have like any sort of contact with the outer world and social things that were going on That's outside fair. of their weird little yeah. hillbilly bubble. And this one kind of lets it bleed in a little bit. So there's a little bit of like social commentary, political stuff happening in this movie a little bit. A little bit. Not a lot though, because we got to go to a seedy old pool hall and meet old Roy Boone. Mm-hmm. This is a great fucking location too. Just dirty walls, smoky air, no windows. So like you're hanging out there in the afternoon, you're not getting any sunshine. No. It, it could be any hour of the day inside this disgusting fucking pool hall. <sighs> True blue, one of the best. So they got to convince Roy Boone this whole guy Gator is looking for work. He's a great driver, got a great car. He could be his blocker, as yeah. they tell him right there, because he needs a blocker, Matt. Mm-hmm. I wrote, I don't know what that means, except that it sounds like it's probably going to be a lot like roller derby to me. I feel like this probably Moonshine has a real roller derby structure. 
It's uh, turns out later on we get that chasing. It's exactly like roller derby. Yeah, it's a little you get bit the like big that. Fat girl with the wide ass, just to like roll behind you so they can yeah. roll up on you and take you out, and then you get like the fast one up there in the front, just just hauling ass. It's kind of like Iceman's roll. Then every once in a while, the uh, big stout one has to has to whip the other one around. From what I remember, excuse my young, me, not Iceman. Days of watching roller derby, Iceman from to, Top Gun. Similar to Snowman's roll. You can ride my wing anytime. And Smokey and La Bandit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perhaps get to that at a later Who's date. Who's to say? Maybe. Who's to say? Um, after we meet Roy Boone, who's to show up in the little town square here, but the sheriff himself. Gator's like, I'd like to meet that sheriff. That's right. Dude's like, well, I'm fucking out. Like, yeah. I'm going to sit right in the car. You can walk over and talk to him if you want. I'm and trying to fucking Gator's stay like, out of the shit Gator's as much like, as possible. Bro, I ain't walking. <laughs> Fucking tears just ass takes right off, up yeah. to the the law. Just fucking fucking hits those brakes. Just squeals yeah. those tires. Just stares daggers through them. Doesn't say a word. Just stares daggers through this fucking cop. This just might be big dick energy right here. This might be one of my favorite Ned Beatty scenes in this oh, movie. This is a great little back and forth here, where like, him and Gator just eyeballing each other. Nobody's Beatty, acknowledging. Beatty plays it so cool, refusing mm-hmm. to acknowledge Burt Reynolds speeding up and just only addressing fucking dude Watson and just That's being right. like, dude, how goes it? Fucking great line here where he, he dude introduces him to Gator. Yeah. Gator tells him, I'm only scared of two things in this world. Women, Women and, and the police. police. <laughs> Not to be outdone, fucking Ned Beatty is like, I bet you spend all your time trying to hump both of them, don't you? That's a great line. That's a great that's line. a great fucking follow Macho up to a fucking great fucking line right there. Fucking, I also wrote nobody who has teeth as uh, horrifying as Ned Beatty's could be a mainstream actor in in Hollywood these days. It's like we're not even not even fucking close. It's like we were talking about the other week, man. Bring back real teeth. Straight, weird, bright white, blinding teeth on everybody. They all look like fucking marionettes. I want weird looking people back in my movies, which also. Just give some props, I guess, to fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman's weird, ugly son. Yeah, he's he does great work in that licorice pizza, and he's just got like wait weird, zits ugly and son shit through the whole fucking movie. He's he's, he's got a weird got kid. Some charisma. Yeah, he stars in that new P.T. Anderson movie. He's starring in it. That's right. Fucking catch up. Catch up to what's happening in the world. I man. didn't realize that he put his buddy's his kid in the movie. Role. First big role. He does a great uh, job. I'm out. Him and that chick from that Hain band or something. Unless he's banging Marissa Tomei in the ass, I'm out. Yeah, shit happens. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out. Third act of the film, though. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I'll check Jeez, it out. Man. I'll check it out. Uh, so uh, we get the big car chase here. Yeah. Roy Boone's running some booze. <laughs> fucking <laughs> gators blocking for him. Exactly. Like roller derby, as it turns out. The, yep. cops, the cops catch them coming over the county line. They know those souped up cars got to be running fucking whiskey. So uh, we got to have ourselves another little car chase here. Yeah. I like really like Roy's mustard colored shirt and cowboy hat combo mm-hmm. he's got going. He's uh. A little bandana yeah. around the car. Of course, you gotta get a bandana around your here. Lots of fun camera work in this car chase. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to the very, very edges of like 180 degrees, but uh-huh. we're not breaking it so that it stops making sense. But like, we'll be like directly behind cars as they speed away. Then we'll like cut to being directly in front of them and they're coming right towards us. Right. And like, you know, I was probably a little fucked up when I was watching this. So it was, 
Yeah, probably. Like train enter in a station. Like I thought that I was going to get ran over. I yeah. just started freaking out and shit when yeah. I was watching this shit. I started yelling. Very exciting little car chase. Yeah. Also, we. I did a lot of Rambo yelling. Start going through these just like tiny residential streets and like a densely populated like real fucking neighborhood. And they're just once again terrassing through locations that you absolutely could not <sighs> shoot movies in no. anymore at all ever. This but, is but they so did. unsafe. But we should point out. Shortly before this scene, there's a little look, little, little, little pointer here where uh, the old sheriff is talking to Harvey. We don't really know who the oh, fuck yeah. Harvey Harvey's is. Harvey's just the guy that shows up to like give information to him. Like, but Harvey's like, "Yo, bro, feds are feds, snooping around. Feds are snooping around. They're sending a guy. He might already even be here doing some snooping." This guy's like, listen, we've had the same setup yeah. going since like my pappy was the yeah. sheriff. Like, pound sand. Nothing's gonna happen. Just don't good. worry about it. We're it's good. Fucking, it's it's cool. Moonshiners pay me off. I look the other way. Tale as old as time. It's a setup yeah. everybody loves. Why why would we ruin this thing? Beauty and King Dork. Come on, Beauty and King Dork. Uh, this chase ends in some sort of lumber yard or something where Gator is just fucking tearing ass around, knocking uh-huh. over big like. Things of logs, smashing cop cars and whatever. He sure is. Yeah, they think they they think they got him, but then he spots a barge going out on the water. Yeah, ramps that fucking car up. Yeah, just hits the tail end of that barge as it's yeah. leaving. The ass of his car is hanging off of it. But right, fucking, what are the cops gonna do? He's he's out on the water now. I mean, yeah. he got like his license. Maritime law. They, they saw his face a lot. They probably know who he is. He introduced oh, himself to the sheriff earlier in the day, but yeah. it's it's impossible to prosecute this guy at yeah. this point. He got this away. Is, it's early. It was 70s, a car chase, man. and he got away. So it's early seven. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You can still live on the lamb. Better times. Uh, after this, we get a little interlude that I think leads to nothing and is weird. Where Gators like trying to sweet talk an old lady who works in the sheriff's office. Yeah, he like. Sets up a fake meet cute and then seduces her because he's Burt Reynolds in 1973. So, of course, she's instantly just like, hell yeah, I'll yeah. go fucking hang out with you. We cut to like a scene where they're making out in front of her house and like he's going to get inside and I don't know, use her for whatever. But then she's like, hang on a second. I'm an ugly old woman and you're Burt Reynolds. You can only be fucking me because you want something. I'm not falling for it. I'm out of here. And then, like, she leaves and then is never in the movie again. Yeah. And he never gets any information out of her. And I was like, well, there's a scene you could cut. Yeah. There's a long-ass scene you could fucking cut because it goes nowhere. And I get what they're trying to do here. And and they, a couple of times, they kind of flirt with it, but they don't really execute it well. They flirt with executing some sort of he's doing police work or whatever story. It's just... And forget about it completely. it's, It's the whole bottom line fact of... He's trying to make good for what happened to his brother Donnie. They they got to take down that corrupt uh, sheriff, Ned he, Beatty. And I don't want to give away too much because he, he kind of comes to the conclusion at the end. But the whole time, he's just he doesn't know what he has to offer, but he knows he needs to make All it he right. Knows is driving fast, and yeah, being charming. That's he, for sure. But he knows somehow he's got to make it right for his brother Donnie. So. Oh. He's not just going to... Donnie, who loved bowling. He's not going to put... It, it, we all love you know, <laughs> bowling, you know, like and fought with us over in the... Beaches. And, yeah, the beaches. His Yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, he's not willing to give up. He's not just going to put all his eggs in this, in this fucking rum running business. Like, he's going to do whatever he's gonna he can. also try to fucking fuck old ladies and get whatever he can out of their naivete. But you're right. The execution doesn't quite but land. This, one, this yeah. scene just kind of seems out of place. Out of it's nothing out of her. 
Next scene, him and dude go and meet Big Bear because he's the guy who makes the moonshine. This he's got makes a big more old sense. Compound going at his, down at his family farm. You gotta meet Big Bear. Gotta meet Big Bear. Fucking uh, Boone takes him there, and uh, fucking this guy's a hard ass. He's like, uh, oh, Gator, never heard of you. Like, how would I know that you're fucking cool or whatever? Yeah. Roy's like, fucking dude says he's cool, and everybody knows dude's cool, so of course he's cool. Yeah. This is. This is what happens, man. You just take somebody's word that somebody's cool. Right. Suddenly, your crime syndicate that's been operating for years, no problem. It's all fucked up. It gets all fucked up. Yeah. Every one of these movies. Uh, don't yeah. DTA, man. Like yeah. Stallone said in lockdown, DTA, don't trust anybody. Mm. What? It's a cool scene here, though, where Big Bear puts a fucking blade up to pig, pig sticker. Pig sticker. Up to right to his Gator's throat. throat. And he's just like, you ever fucking screw me in a fucking... Gator looks looks at him in the eyes and he's like, "Let me ask you a question. Would you like to have that knife shoved up your ass?" Nah, I believe I wouldn't. Yeah, he says he wouldn't. But then he's like, "I like that gumption though. Yeah. Put a knife up to this guy's throat. He's looking right in the right. eyes and fucking threaten me. This guy's all right. This guy's he's all right. a good old boy for sure. We could trust this guy. So pretty much, he's in now. Gator's in. Uh, I'd like to point out a little line earlier in the scene. Uh, old girl, your girl, Maggie." Mm. Uh, or was it? No, I think this was this Sweet is, Lou. This is where Lou shows Sweet up. Sweet Lou, yeah. S- Sweet pudding. Old, old sugar pudding. Sugar Lou. pudding. That's right. She uh, says, uh, "How you doing?" To Gator, to which he responds, "Everybody, Everybody I can." I can. <laughs> yeah. Which also, uh, at one point, uh, I just had to turn the subtitles on when I was watching this mm-hmm. movie because I realized I was missing a mm-hmm. lot of lines because, like. A, I don't think like the audio recording is probably the best. No, on, like, it's not the, the cleanest. Copy of this, and also everybody is just doing deep ass fucking hillbilly yeah. accents. And I was just like, I'm yeah, I, I did not catch that line the first time. Then like I went back a little bit, and I'm like, yeah. I'm fucking putting on subtitles for the yes, rest sir. of this movie because I am is, missing shit. This is where I popped them on right here. This line specifically, yeah. and let's point it out because we're doing a fucking not. We're not just covering White Lightning. We're doing a month of fucking oh. Burt Reynolds. Happy birthday. We turned. The fucking subtitles on for a reason because this is how Burt Reynolds made a career. He was fucking king of just slipping people. in little fucking oh, one-liners, and man. Doing his coke just, laugh. Oh, <laughs> That's he the would one. he would do these little fucking lines. He's got a lo- shoot you a sly look. Oh, longest yard when he asks the fucking jail receptionist if she's ever done it standing up mm-hmm, before, and mm-hmm. she's just like, "Wow, this guy." He's uh, killing it. Next scene, Roy and Gator are driving around with uh, old Sugar Puddin' Lou yeah. uh, riding shotgun. And am I crazy or was her voice fucking insane in this scene and like semi-normal the rest of the fucking movie? Her voice was like three octaves higher during this whole fucking scene. <laughs> this is when I put the fucking subtitles on and went back because I couldn't make out a fucking word she was rambling about in this oh scene. is this where they're going like, is she doing a bit is she playing the character is this what her character is really supposed to be or this is where they're driving past uh where fucking gator's brother drowned yeah he's and, yeah. like oh isn't that where those and she's just like yeah old girl's like on five a... minutes of her just like coked up and yeah rambling. she's on a lot of fucking I was drugs getting like every scene. third fucking word yeah it ends with another fucking burt reynolds line where he's like the two of you is like hanging out with an all-night dentist or something like that fucking yeah. right away i was just burt like, being burt yeah fucking yeah I, something happened where my brain could not handle her voice so it was just like tuning her yeah. out i was realizing that i was not hearing anything they were talking about she's fucking tuned and then up the next here, scene like real. she's just like She's doing like a deep southern accent for sure, but it's not like up here. Yeah. 
like rapid fucking right. fire. I could understand what she was saying basically for the rest of the fucking movie. Next scene, she fucking slows it down a little bit. Yeah, because we're she's outside like, of a church and she's, she's getting like, all hey, sexy. Hey. She's got her dress undone a little bit. You can see all that boob sweat starting to pool up right Taking there. Dirty hillbilly uh, foot running up she's got and down one his arm. Leg cocked up. You can just see some inner thigh going on yeah. there. She's she starts letting him know. I started fucking dudes when I was like nine years old, man. So no, no, no. I fucked dudes a lot. No, the the boy she fucked was nine. Yeah, but she, she didn't say how she old, she say how old she was. I thought no. about that too. I was just like, no. What is, is that implying something? Or, yeah, it's weird. Is she nine too, but yeah. And this is where, yeah, she start. They start. They go from calling her sugar pudding to talking about her shaky pudding. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck does shaky pudding mean? And then they're just like, oh yeah, she's got a good recipe for shaky pudding. You want to take and spoiler, it's pussy, Matt. They're they're, they're talking about pussy every yeah. time they say shaky pudding here. But I'm just like, right. How does she go from being nicknamed sugar pudding to talking to about how she pudding. makes shaky pudding and? What yeah, the fuck would shaky put? Where's shaky come from? Yeah, I don't understand that shit at all. Unless that ass shakes when you're ramming it, mm, it's something like that. Hopefully, Jiggling like a bowl full of jelly. I don't, know. I don't fucking know. Fingers crossed. That's what's going on? But yeah, she's throwing some serious vibes at Gator right yeah. here. So yeah. I was writing like, oh, I thought she was established as Roy's guy, and Roy's like right there. Right. What's going on? Oh, she must just be a community slut. Is right. what I wrote down right there. It's, She's looking like. Yeah, it's looking pretty. pretty I think close she to answers that. to Roy, but she'll get dick where she can. Yeah, and whatever they're doing here, I don't know. But we learned that the sheriff and his chinless deputy are are casing them. They're they're following these guys around, just like they're mm. they're maybe catching wind. Uh, some maybe this gator guy might be the guy trying to sniff around for the feds. Mm. Mm. Could be. Next scene, we're hanging at some diner, and there's a bunch of hippie college kids around. Yeah. Just fucking running their mouths about stupid shit, arguing p- p- politics. Like, fucking Gators just turns into, like, a weirdo predator and starts, yeah. like, walking circles around him and staring at him. Yeah. We, we, we hear early on that his, his his kid brother might have fallen in with some, some college-type hippies, so yeah, we, he starts asking him around. We like, know he's of college age. Hey, you know any college? You probably college kids. You know some college kids? What's going on here? You go to this school? But they just start mocking him for talking to these fucking pot-smoking hippie kids, yeah. fucking old Roy and Lou's, and then the scene's kind of over, and it's just like, here's another little bit of, like, semi-detective work he does in one out-of-context scene that leads to nothing. Yeah. Because he doesn't really, like, infiltrate any hippie rings at any point in the movie. Nah, he just so. wants to know more about his brother. Another scene that could be cut right here. I feel like I've already gotten this movie down to my 90-minute goal and just cut two completely superfluous scenes yep. right here in, 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 in my brain. You're not wrong. Hey, next scene, Gator's hitting the bathing hole. Oh, this is a great scene right here. Fucking, we got that that sun coming up in the first scene, it's coming up again over this lake. We're in somebody's lake house. Yeah. Old Lou's cooking breakfast. Fucking poor old Roy is passed out in mm-hmm. the bedroom, not even knowing he's about to get cooked. Mm-mm. Just fucking. I, I saw Gator and Lou giving each other hand jobs on the front porch while you were taking a nap. You're facing such the a situation good friend. Here. Why am I telling you this? Yeah. She's. I thought at first, like I was like, is she making her famous shaky pudding recipe right here? Maybe. Is this? Is, this, is it? Was it not pussy they were talking I've about? I've got no context. It could be. But no, I think it was just grits she was stirring up because yeah. she, she gets a plate of breakfast going on. Yeah. She takes that right out to the lake where 
Bert's just out there in his Bert day suit, just yep. swimming in this lake. And she's just like, hey, remember how we talked about how probably uh, we should yeah. fuck a lot? Uh, Roy's asleep. Do you want to He's fuck? a real sucker. This is what happens when he takes naps, clearly all the time. I... Let's fuck in this filthy lake right now and uh, give each other UTIs, probably. Yeah, I wrote, Puddin' comes out with breakfast and pussy. Yeah. Uh, for one, she's laying it on even thicker in this scene. For two, she starts hand-feeding him breakfast. Yeah. This is a dream. Where do these women come from? Oh. A2 and D, D being... Her feet are the filthiest they've ever oh, been in this yeah. scene. And they're just like front and center. And I was yeah. like, you know Tarantino cites this ooh, film as ooh, some sort yeah. of like fucking influence right here. You know he gives like speeches about fucking white lightning. And it's yeah. it's mostly from this 30 seconds here where her dirty, dirty feet are Dirty. On display. Yeah. Yeah. She's all gooed up. They fuck in the lake. What a whore. Uh, I wrote... At least we're finally about to get some tits in this movie that should have had like three or four pairs at this point. What the hell, White Lightning? It's about time. Only to cut find away. out. Cut away. Cut away right after she yeah. takes the dress off. Yeah. We don't even fucking see them at all. Mm-hmm. No tits in this fucking movie mm. from 1973 about moonshine running? Crazy. It's pretty fucked up. If this was one of those Claudia Jennings movies, we would have seen at least hers like three or four pairs. At least. Three or four times at this point. And probably like three or four other pairs of just like random friends she has that yeah. show up in the movie. Just walking around topless in the background. Up. What is going on? Uh, also, I wrote, uh, this chick, A, we don't get us her naked. B, she doesn't even have a cute face. What are we even doing here? I wrote. I wrote Good I, question. I was incredulous. I was incredulous when I was writing Good this. Good question. Poor old Roy, meanwhile, wakes up. In the middle of all this, starts looking around for her like he don't know where she's fucking Cuck at. the shit. So, just find some cold yeah. breakfast. Cold. Cuck Boone eating cold breakfast by himself. Rebel Roy. And then just as the scene fades out, we just hear Bert doing his fucking <laughs> laugh down there. <laughs> With his dirty, dirty vagina around his hog. <laughs> Cops find out about Gator for sure in the next scene. Yeah. Inform a guy or whatever is just like, uh... I got news that a uh, fucking dude is fucking. He's the feds. They 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 got their, their they got him by his nuts, man. And he's hanging out with this gator guy out of nowhere. Yeah, this is what's going on right here. And the sheriff's like, "Fuck, man! I thought we had shit set up cool. I'm gonna go out on a fucking rant right now about the government and how yeah. they're gonna let black people vote." <laughs> that's ruining our society. And he's also blaming the commies. The commies and the Russians, they're going to turn us all into communists. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is back uh, conservative racist yeah. classic before Trump convinced them they love Russia out of nowhere. Yeah. They yeah. turned on that dime. It was, yeah. it was the good old days when things made sense. Now they just attack the blacks yeah. and not the Russians. Mm-hmm. God bless Monfure Trump. But somehow they still hate socialism. Doesn't, doesn't make doesn't, all doesn't, the doesn't sense. Doesn't make all the sense. We'll get there. Uh, so the cops basically, they're like, oh, fuck. This mm-hmm. sucks. Let's go smack around that Maggie girl. Mm-hmm. That'll, that'll probably get us somewhere. Show that'll probably get us garage. hard. Yeah. They just start. This is the first of a few scenes where like the cops get really rapey with the woman. But mm-hmm. it's not like uncomfortable realism like rapey no. that it would be in real life it's like little boy schoolyard shit where they're yeah. just like chasing a girl around in circles and yeah. like yanking on her arm here and there and you're just we're like gonna, what are these fucking guys doing we're gonna pull your titty out and then high five each other that yeah. we can see Basically your titty what's going on here these these cops all seem to have the mentality of like 
eight-year-old boys, but are still very rapey, though. Still very, yeah. very fucking rapey, though, for it's sure. It's still un- unsettling. Yeah. Fucking Ned Beatty doesn't have time for these sorts of shenanigans. Nah. He's like, oh, quit raping that woman. I just want to smack her around a bunch so she'll mm. tell me what's going on with dude and all these fucking people. She gives them all up. Mm-hmm. She gives him up. Next scene, fucking old Roy and uh, Gator going to... They're back at Big Bears. I thought they went to a black club after this. Well, they go to... up some booze. Well, first they go to Big Bears to reload. And that's when Gator goes sniffing around. He starts doing more... Okay, yeah, he's in the house. No no need for it. He goes, yeah. Police work. Finds old Big Bears fucking office which is hilarious this guy has like a desk in an office somewhere Mm -hmm. in his fucking hillbilly farm in the middle of nowhere he's like oh here's this book of records got it write down some of this info and put it in my pocket here and then just pretend like i was hitting on his old lady and that's why i was in the house when i get caught pretty cool move burt reynolds energy right there yeah he's like get out of my house you fucking weirdo so then we go to like this black club, which right. I assume is like probably over state lines where they like pick up Schlitz and then like bring that over or whatever it seems like to right. set up. Uh, sweet little club here. Lots of little kids running around. Mm-hmm. Lots of just like depressed people drinking and smoking as yeah. the sun beats down in the mid afternoon in this dank place. Mm-hmm. They even got one weird woman up on stage dancing like a little fucking infant. And fringe. Like a little toddler. Do that thing where like they just do like sort of a half crouch and then like just bounce their knees a little bit. Like that's what she's doing yeah. while some weird music plays. It's very sexy. Yeah, it is. It's erotic. So they pick up whatever they're picking up and uh, have basically like a sweet little they live fight in they the do. back of the place. They do. Roy's finally like, hey, quit trying to fuck Lou, man. I see what's going on. You're trying to fuck her all the time. He's been... He's been harping on about it since uh, they were fucking in the water. Yeah, he's like, he's just I'm been not trying giving to do them. anything. We fucked in that dirty lake, yeah. man. Like the fucking deed is done. He's, yeah, You're fooling yourself. He's been casually trying to let Gator know that he knows, and Gator's trying to be casually letting him know. Like I don't give a fuck yeah, that like, you know. He got plans to marry this woman yeah. or something. Like why are we even talking about yeah. this? If not, I'm gonna keep fucking her, bro. Yes, yeah, so. Fun fight here where uh, it's just like sort of half comical, half just like realistic because like it's not choreographed. It's just a sloppy brawl and like yeah. they'll punch each other and then like wince because their hand hurts yeah. from punching somebody. It's yeah. They're just rolling around on the ground like idiots. All the little kids are just like gathering around loving watching two idiot white men beat the crap out of each yeah. other. Everybody's and loving it. Cop shows up and he's like, hey, fucking quit grab assing around there. I'm going to have to write you a chicken shit parking ticket you're illegally parked behind this building and they're all like oh we we caught a break here we're we're much bigger criminals than that oh whatever you got to do officer stupid cop fucking stupid cops idiot uh acab Beatty goes and visits uh fucking i think dude's parents is the next, next yep. scene here where fucking yep. What's going on here where these, like, fucking hundred-year-old people yeah. on this, like, decrepit farmhouse somehow got a pinball machine right. out on their Sears front porch? Sears Roebuck machine. Fucking Skeeter, his dad? Yeah. Playing pinball all day Sears long on the front porch? Sears Roebuck machine this, on the front this doesn't, porch. This doesn't sound like a thing right yeah. here. A fucking hundred-year-old man in 1973. Yeah. He's got a pinball machine of his own. I like uh, how the old man's got a weird growth on his hand that looks like his finger might have got cut oh, yeah. off. This guy's but it's not. Shit for it's real. just a weird growth. This is not an actor. This it's just a real weird old country man they he's found. Also, never played pinball at all, and he's just kind of like 
rocking the machine back and forth. And Katie's even like, you got to hit the flappers every yeah. once in a while. You got to hit the flippers every I once in a while. I hit the flippers. Uh, Nate, Ned Beatty calling him out. <laughs> That's honest. Just for doing terrible, terrible background yeah. acting. Hey, old man, you ever played pinball? Yeah, so then he puts the old man's hand in the door and fucking smashes it and is like, tell me where dude is. And he's like, oh, he's over there. It's somebody who wants its house. Good scene, though. We shouldn't glance over scene. it. Yeah. Because right. Ned Beatty's, like, trying to figure out how he's going to strong arm great these location, people. Great even like, though villain stuff for Beatty. You're like, you can tell there's a part of him that doesn't want to strong arm these people. Like, oh, sure he, he's known these people his whole life. Uh, Came up with dude. This is one of the things they do. They, the, You talked about those scenes they could have cut where they're like, eh. Mm. Any, anything that Gators tries doing detective to work. halfway do yeah, a detective yeah, yeah. plot just... Spinning, our, we're spinning our wheels in those scenes. There is some semblance of like the sheriff here. He's presented as being, or you know, reprehensible and just everything an he's awful doing person. is leading him in pretty straight line to Gator, though. Like, but yeah, this shit's working. He's also doing real detective work, and he also has his own moral compass. And I think they should have paid a little more attention. It's, to it's that. a good old boy network, because right. He doesn't want to hurt Skeeter's hand. That's right. He's, he doesn't want to strong arm him at all. If dude hadn't fucking uh, ruined the yeah. setup that everybody's agreed yeah. to, fucking this shit wouldn't have to go down. Like He gets that money, he spreads it around, everybody can buy their abortion machines. Yeah, our, our sheriff has a simple code of, you're white, you're right. Let's all just feed the He's machine. He's a real, like, Frank Sabatka yeah. from season two of The Wire going on. Yeah. He's taking care of his working class people, yeah. doing a little crimes, but spreading the money around. Right. But also just a terrible, terrible racist. But any <laughs> Any hoozles. He's got the information he needs. Yeah. So he goes, or at least sends some people over to their the hideout. They're, they're showing up in a... They show up. It's kind of dark. Dude's like, something's going on. There's nobody yeah. here. Blah, blah. From the distance. Blah, somebody blah. just smokes dude. Dude's chest explodes. Somebody just fucking takes him out. Yeah. It's chaos. People are running around everywhere. People are fighting. Uh, it's a nighttime scene. They don't really have a budget to shoot at night, so you can't really see anything nah. that's happening nah. or tell what's going on here at all. Uh, next scene. They're all in a house. They've all been captured by Big Bear's men and a smattering of some deputies and whatnot. Yep. They got fucking Gator handcuffed. They're once again just chasing Lou around. Yeah. Like half raping her, but mostly just like tearing at her clothes a little bit, yeah. yanking her arm a little bit. She's doing a full-on olive oil and a Popeye cartoon during this whole scene, which just was really getting on my nerves. Just yeah. like her wailing and yelling oh, in the background. Yeah. Fucking ugh, so obnoxious. Uh, Gator's drinking a bunch of moonshine. He's right pounding and the he's shine. Like, if you guys are gonna take me out and drown me. I want to be so drunk I don't even know what's happening. I Big, just, I got the the notion here. They're yeah. like, oh, he's pulling a scam on them. He's just stunting at being drunk, so they'll let their guard down. Yeah. And then he'll be able to make a move, which is what happens, but right. there's not any plan. Like, he's not, like, drinking fake moonshine or, like, throwing it behind him. Or, like, we haven't had a scene earlier where, like, we established, yeah. like, how much moonshine he can drink and he has such a harder tolerance than this. Yeah. So, like, it, it seems like they're, like, hitting it like, ooh, he's got some sort of plan here. But really, it's just, like... No, he's just getting really drunk, and then he's going to spring shit on them. Yeah. Kind of like I was 
his escape plan from jail was to beat somebody up and then run away. Yeah, and and again, this goes to the things they don't flesh out well when he's doing all that little detective work. We're we're fucking Gator McCluskey, the individual, is mm. trying to be one step ahead. Yeah, uh-huh. He doesn't know how to get to that step. No, he's just a fucking bull just, in a china shop. Yeah, just yeah. Straight ahead, straight this, ahead. This this scene's a great example of but that. Also, like not in a way where that's like a oh that's a fun trait of his character. Where like yeah. he's sort of touched by God. No matter yeah. what he does, it always comes out in the end for him. Like it doesn't get addressed in that way either. Right. Yeah. Just kind of lazily, just like if you look for it, the movie you can just find goes it. where it needs to go. Yeah. yeah. There's there's some cool things that could be fleshed out to make this movie like. A lot more charming and yeah. a lot more personality yeah. to it. Like you kind of, you kind of remember from these big right. Reynolds things. Right. Uh, so Gator, he's gonna make his move, and that he does it by telling the boys uh, yeah. about the tattoo that Lou's got on her belly. Talking about that one of the uh, American flag and those two eagles uh, fighting, fighting the snake. Fighting the snake. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, that's a good they're one. Th- th- that's a good one. They're just like first off. A woman with a tattoo? I've never heard of that before. But I'm listening. That's something I'm very interested in seeing. So they go from like a half-hearted... As I proved earlier, I'm not afraid to rape. Chasing olive oil around in circles like Bluto type situation to four guys grabbing each one of her limbs and throwing her on a table type situation. I, I like how the one deputy sheriff in specific tried to rape her earlier. Uh, yeah, and old right. Big Bear was like, bro, you can't rape her. And then they all go after her again. And Big Bear now is like, she's just trying to see Quit your tattoo. Don't be a bitch about to, yeah. it. So this is when Gator finds the opportunity to make his move. He grabs an oar that's sitting behind him, whacks Big Bear full on baseball bat swing over the head with an oar, which looks pretty cool. And he grabs a shotgun that's right next to him and just starts fucking... Tear assing that shoddy around. Firing it off. Blasting everybody with that fucking shoddy in the room. It's chaos. Uh, he's. Like, does he take like a shot here or has he already been beaten to where he like is half Ooh. out of. I mean, he is drunk here, but. Oh, Gator? Yeah. Or, so he's he's got like. He knocks everybody one down. Eyeball, like, yeah. an eye patch for the rest of this movie. How does that happen? I don't quite recall how, how he gets so fucked up. He slaps everybody about somewhere in the melee, takes a little scrape to the eye. He gets fucking Lou. He's like, come on. I wasn't getting you raped. I was just causing a distraction. I was just using you as bait. Let's get out of here. As they're running out the front fucking so I could escape, hallway. But if you're loose too, yeah, you can come with me. Yeah, but he plays blocker for her. He's not a bad man. He's a good He's man. A blocker. As she's making to the front door, he takes a shot to the arm right here. Okay, yeah, for yeah. sure. He, yeah. he takes, yeah, because... Uh, is it Big Bear who's shooting behind him? Have it's the, not Big Bear. It's he, one of his other. It's one of his goons. He's okay, got like yeah. a green flannel okay, shirt on. Right. Uh, she's just keeping she hits him with a sidearm. Collar and noises. She's got to be muzzled. Yeah. But they hop in a car, and you, you know that fucking he's taking some shots here because mm-hmm. Gator McCluskey doesn't drive. Yeah. Gets that's the fucked up. Seat and fucking drives yeah. him away. Whew, whew, this is yeah. serious. We got some stakes going on in this movie now. He. They get away. Uh, they pull up to a little place. Some people rush the car. Gator starts getting woozy. Mm, yeah. Gator wakes up the next morning. Oh, no. Surrounded by pregnant underage girls. 
Heaven. I was like, is this heaven? Is he dead? Is this a dream sequence? Yeah. <laughs> Gator McCluskey's fucking dream right here. No, nah, it turns out uh, there's a nun sawing off his handcuffs, and this is some nun runs like a little boarding house for Home bitches. Home for unwed mothers. Bitches who get knocked up before they're married, and they got to get disappeared for oh, a while. So, so it doesn't good. get out that they've... Uh, and these women, women, these teenage girls are just gathered around because they're all gooed up about yeah. a shirtless beat up shot burt reynolds hell being yeah brought into their fucking midst he looks great he looks really good even though he's got half of his face covered with a bandage now you know what's under the other side wounds and everything but yeah white ons all around is what's going on here so, mm-hmm. yeah um it turns out that uh, of course lou was here when she was a teenager because as we knew She's been raping nine-year-old boys for who, who knows how long. Right. So she was. She started early as she. she rape she goes both her. ways, you know. Yeah, rape, rape definitely goes both ways. Um, I think after this is established, we get shots of dude's funeral. Yep. And there's hillbillies crying everywhere. Mm-hmm. The cops are casing it. And this is when Roy is in the car with Maggie, the yeah. chick who lives next to or like attached to dude's uh, garage. It's I never completely clear. Like, pretty sure they live the in the same to her house. house. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's just like, uh, don't you worry. I'll take care of you and the kid. And it's like, is that dude's kid? Cause he never acted like he had a kid and we've never seen him and her interact like at all, even though they've been in this, I was very confused. And this is where she drops the line. Like that uh, wife of his in Memphis, yeah. she's going to get all the insurance money. So there's just a lot of backstory here that we're yeah. just like, just a little bit of color here. Yeah. You got to read between the lines to try and figure out it's, who this, and this is the last time we see her too. So this is, this is a character that got a lot of screen time seemingly for no reason. It's, it's clearly, how did Gator not fuck this girl at any point in this movie? I mean, it, w- it was clear earlier on, but like once we get to this scene, it's it's matter of fact. This is a movie that was written as two to three different movies mm. by two to three different people, okay. and like this has got to be something people put together. And I it was can like, see eh, that. Fuck that. Let's do this. Yeah. Fuck this. We're gonna do that. Or just like maybe like a brainstorming session where it's like, I got an idea for this. I got an idea for this. Yeah. And nobody wanted to not do any of their ideas. So you had to figure out how everybody's ideas could fit together yeah. into one movie. Yeah. Or yeah, just a couple scripts that got <laughs> shorn together. Whatever. All the fucking elements are here though. This is something, something who this is one coked up afternoon. A couple yeah. of guys in a fucking shed somewhere must have wrote this movie. Hey, and it, but hey they did, and it made six point five yeah. million. Back at a uh, pregnant bitch farms here, yeah. uh, some little blonde girl uh, comes up to Gator and is like, "Oh, you Gator McCluskey? Turns out I knew your little brother. We were friends in college. Just hippie protesting." Now she says that, and I'm like. Even for fucking 71 standards, uh-huh. this girl seems fucking young for this college. This girl looks like she's 13. Thank I've you. written right here. Thank she you. literally looks 13. Thank you. How are we supposed to believe that she knows his little brother from being a hippie college protester? Amen. Uh, I don't know. Preach it, sir. Who this actor was that they had to get here to play the hippie college girl? Just like... She was pretty good delivering her lines, so maybe oh, she, was she just was the best actress they could find. Or I'm just like, is this like the director's niece or something? Where they had to give her like, how did this 13 year old girl win the role of hippie college student girl? So give Gator some info about his brother's death. Finally, some fat white rich man that was fucking underage 
yes. girls was like, yes, there you is. gotta, you some, gotta put this girl in your movie for sure. Some pedophile ring shit going on with this casting right here. Yeah, but she's like, yeah, it's an odd one. We used to hang out. He fucking was fucking putting protests together, and I told him not to do it in this fucking yeah. hillbilly county, but he did it. And then he was the like, no, we got to go to the most hillbilly came county. by and was like, hey, fucking I'm going to kill you because yeah. I hate black people voting and Russian communists and college educations. So she's like, I didn't. I'm going to drown you in the swamp. She's like, I didn't see him Straight do up. it, but he did it. Yeah. So Gator, I guess, is just like, I guess this scene is just like none of Gator's detective work has a. Let up to anything so well, we're just gonna have to have a character come out of nowhere and explicitly tell him exactly what happened yeah. so that he can be justified in his murder revenge well and here's the thing that i was i was alluding to earlier this is where gator because he does a little monologue where he's talking about dining stuff and he goes uh what should we call it uh i've been in and out of jail blah 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 right, all these yeah. things i've done in my life i ain't, I, I done, ain't never done nothing I ain't, good ain't done, done any good in my whole life Donnie goes to college. He's just trying to do better for himself. Blah blah blah. Yeah, he went to school. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta punch that a little harder earlier, yeah. man. You, you gotta make that a theme throughout the movie, like some sort of tension between her. I mean, like, like you gotta let's talk about something like no holds barred here, where oh, we establish in a couple key yeah. scenes the just yeah. relationship yeah. between. Uh, rip, Ooh. rip, and his little brother. What's that smell? So that when he gets uh, brutally crippled by Zeus, we're just like, oh fucking! I know how, I know how Rip's gonna yeah. react to this. Not always- well. <laughs> That's the yeah, answer. We, we never see Donnie and Gator together. We don't know what their relationship is. Suddenly, like a, at the very end of the, literally before yeah. the final car chase, we get this just like a uh, he's oh, shit like he or was, I'm shit. He's yeah, champagne. he was the next. Uh, he was the first big hope for our family yeah. to be something or whatever. Like fucking speech. It's a little late. White lightning is a problem. It's a right. little late. Yeah. But what's great is that the movie realizes it's a little late. So yeah. like now that he's got his motivation solidified, they're just like. Hey, look, there's the sheriff oh, right shit. over there. Oh, fuck, that's the sheriff. Let's do the final car chase right now. Oh, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, fucking old Gator hops into his car, backs it into where the cops are, yep. fucking baits them, peels the fuck out. They all hop in, start chasing after him. We're going through cornfields. Seconds later, we're already over a rickety wood bridge yeah. into fucking cornfields. We're, we're in the big fucking final chase. It's right wild, now. man. It's wild. Uh, fucking... He, he's dragging him through cornfields. He's dragging him through fucking blind dirt. That's right. Fucking country These roads. Confused. They're in his element right they, here is what it is. They lose him for a second. Gator turns around, doubles back through the cornfield. Oh, fucking battering rams. Pops him. Fucking out of Pops nowhere. him. Just gives him a little Glasgow kiss. Right. So Chase goes into some sort of quarry after yeah. this. Raising up dust clouds everywhere. He's got a plan. Some cool shit going on as far as car chases and peeling outs and taking corners go, but it's kind of just like no more heightened than stuff we've already seen. Yeah, like at uh, this point on, like there's no You're like absolutely big right. big yeah. final stunt or anything we're building up here too, which is kind of a shame. It's just a lot of driving around mm-hmm. and Gator being like, this "Well is, done, this is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I can use this in my favor." Well done, but more of the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking, he gets rid of every cop but a fucking old Ned Beatty finally. Ned Beatty's got to get behind the wheel of a car by himself. Yeah. He's determined now. He's going to take down this fucking gator. Yeah. He's basically fucking ruined everything he had going for years and years. He's fucking All the ruining our way of life, et cetera, et cetera. This has become like sort of a. 
progressive not really because gator's not the hippie character who's trying to change things no like he's let us know several times he hates hippies yeah <laughs> we never get to see him interact with his brother who's becoming a hippie so we don't really know how he feels about his brother becoming a hippie turns out the whole it's more just like him and the sheriff are, socio- are kind of the same that socio-political <laughs> thing doesn't matter he killed his brother yeah so one and like the that same was a bunch of talk that adds up to nothing yeah either way Gator sees a fucking blind fucking hill that he apparently knows about somehow because he uh, he turns around, looks at old Ned Beatty, and he's like, hey, well, why don't you come chase me, you fucking idiot? Or he really, Kevin McAllister is what he's doing right here, just like a... Yep. Uh, he's, he, he goes over the hill pretty gingerly, yep. pretty gingerly over this hill. Hey, Ned Beatty's like, ooh, 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 I got him now. I'm going to fucking floor it. I'm going to launch myself over that Hammer hill, down. Just fucking... Boss hog, Dukes of Hazard style, and yeah. I'm fucking on his ass. He's done. What does he know? This is this blind fucking jump was taking yeah. him right into the fucking lake, man. Straight see, to the you drink. You see Gator? He's fucking out of his car, just doing that cocky Burt Reynolds lean against the hood. His car's stuck. He, he can't get it out of it where it's that where it definitely. is. It's a, like a fucking really, really uh, That's quite the incline. Angle. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to be able to back out of that fucking no. thing. That car's done for unless you get like some sort of a winch in a big-ass truck. Midnight Blue. Midnight Blue towing's got to show up. But uh, yeah, Ned Beatty flies over the top of him through the air, lands in the fucking lake. His car goes down. Glug, glug, glug. Help me! Bubbles, bubbles up. Uh, I, I jokingly wrote in my uh, notes like, oh, he's fucking dead then. That's the end of the movie. And then we splash, smash cut to his funeral. I'm yeah. Like, oh, wait, he really is dead? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just... It's- the tone of this thing's been a little bit like we're laughing and having fun during yeah. the action. I'm used to like Dukes of Hazard for sure, where that's like right. I was fully expecting him to like boss hog style come crawling up the nope. shore, sputtering and spitting out water, nope. like, damn you, Gator McCluskey. No, his hat comes <laughs> no, to the yeah. surface. That's it. Turns out he just drowned down there right. like you would in real life. Is yeah. what happened in this fucking movie right here. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big old fucking cop funeral parade going through the center of town because he's dead. Yep. Gator got his his revenge, I guess. Cop walks. didn't do any police work. Didn't uh, didn't take him down legally, but tricked him into drowning. Is it Harvey that walks up to Gator at the end here? Maybe I think it is. Fed guys Somebody right walks up to Gator at the end. Doesn't say much. Just gives him a look, and Gator just turns and says, "Damn, if the good they die young." That's right. And then fucking credits. That's and then Jerry movie. Whitman plays us off fucking- with a little way down under. And, it's a uh, good song. Hey. That's White Lightning. Jerry Whitman. Uh-huh. He was one of the featured background singers. Okay. Trivia Corner. On uh, I'll Never... Uh, which one is it? I'll Never Do It on a Christmas Tree. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this song, but I'm going to add it no? to my Christmas playlist, probably. Oh, it's featured in the hit film rover danger field no okay uh that's gonna be it for this segment of the podcast well come on now we'll take a little break here. you like a rodney danger field when we come back white lightning is gonna enter judgment day at last a warm sensitive, touching story about the close personal relationship between a man and a woman. 
between a trucker oh. and his dog. Fred, I'm so damn tired of picking you up. I got to Fred. Between a father no way. and his son. No way that you could come from my loins. And how they all took to the road one day for a quiet little drive in the country. From Georgia to Texas and back in 28 hours flat with a truckload of bootleg beer. I'll be driving this one. Hey, uh, blocker, blocker. You'll be driving the truck. This is Bandit 1, and that is uh, Bandit 2. <laughs> now, who would do a thing like that? <laughs> You're crazy, you know that? Yeah. You know that? Uh, yes. Uh, how much money did you say it was? $8,000. Universal presents Burt Reynolds, Sally Field, Jerry Reed, and Fred. We're going to really have to cook. I mean, put it on the back burner and let's cook. Is that a 10-4? 10-4. And the only thing that stands between them and an $80,000 prize, Jackie Gleason as Sheriff Buford T. Justice. I gotta barbecue your... Bandit, I got a Smokey report for you. What's your handle, son? My handle, Smokey Bear, and I'm tail-grabbing your ass right now. This is Smokey and the Bandit, the story about a lazy weekend in Alabama, Texas, Mississippi, Arkansas, Georgia. Daddy, the top came off. No. We ain't gonna make it, son. We come this far, ain't we? Look, when we say we're gonna do a job, we do a job? It's me that after they don't even know Clinton Snow exists. Oh, they don't. Well, now, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit, proving once and for all, it's not where you're going to count, it's who the hell's in back of you. You've got the ducking, you got to keep that Reynolds is Sharky. The key to a mystery is staring him in the face, but he can't touch it. He can't afford to. And if there was ever a time to look the other way, this is it. Tell him it's a fix. Tell him there's no way that he can win. We own you. He owns you too. You're just too naive to know it. Nobody owns me. Nobody leans on Sharky's machine. Rated R. Now playing. Check newspaper for local listing. Nate, I tell you what, uh-huh. I was thinking about uh, that episode of King of Queens where uh, I know the one. Well, Burt Reynolds comes on. Oh, he's playing Doug's football coach. He did a lot high of high school, like, you know, one-off appearances on yeah. TV shows. Yeah. There, post uh, '80s, I'm not really a A-list star anymore. Yeah. So, even though we established in King of Queens a different person playing Doug's high school football coach. In this episode, oh, it was Bert, that's, that's Bert fucking Reynolds. Wasn't your your younger brother? You no, know, I came up with this on my own. Record a rant uh, about that that we could insert into the podcast here. Here we are. I remember him uh, having quite a visceral reaction when we told him we were doing Burt Reynolds. He just launched right into that that tirade yeah. about uh, the, the continuity issues of King of Queens. He's Apple. too... He's, Apples don't fall far from the tree in that family. That he's, turns out. he's too busy trying to find out why uh, Shane McMahon got fired from the WWE. 
Oh yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> this is a lot of. I I feel like most days yeah. I wake up to just like being in the middle of random conversations with you and your little brother in group texts that I get like half of. Deep dive references to King of Queens or modern professional wrestling. News. Nate, Nate, Dave's a real Gator McCluskey. Not all of his uh, ideas and a lot of stories are really fleshed out. Very work well. over there yeah. in the north suburbs, as it turns out. Yeah. Highfalutin north suburbs. I bet they only got like a couple inches of snow up there. They're probably all yeah, freaking out. Two to three. He's There's worried. Rich Jews up there. Yeah. Give, me a, give me a break. Because this fucking plug in snowblow oh, shovel. Oh, no. You seen those? Oh, no. You seen those things? Not gas powered? No, he's probably got Something one of them plug in shovels. Plug in oh, electric right. shovels or whatever they're called. I don't even know what we're talking yeah. about. And I'm already mad about yeah. it. No, it's terrible. You don't yeah, like it. Sounds, sounds bad to me for Ugh. sure. Mad Judgment Day Yeah, when we go out to the internet. Uh, judge people besides my brother. We judge some people for the things they have to say yeah. about the movie that we watched. I get a couple Feels good, of Nate. one Ninja Star reviews. Feels I get a couple good. of five Ninja Star reviews. We read them. We expose them mm-hmm. for the frauds that they are. Idiots. Or maybe occasionally we the log losers. them to bring up good points because, yeah. uh, you know, we're not the only movie-watching geniuses in the world. There's... Bound to be somebody else who knows what they're fucking talking Two of the best. Uh, this this week, it was a little slim pickings as far as the one uh, Ninja Star reviews of White Lightning goes. That makes sense. I guess if you, you watch this movie and don't like it, it must be by complete accident. Yeah. I think I think if you're watching this movie, you're kind of predisposed to, to liking yeah. this sort of thing already, probably. Is There's probably on. something you're into. I found, a, probably found a couple people on Letterboxd who Let's were suckered into watching this one and yeah. had a real bad reaction to it. I first bet one, they're uh, pretty cool liberal people. First one. No, I, I didn't I didn't choose any of those like, uh, oh, this doesn't have the politics of today in it, so I don't like This is tedious. They were all just tedious. Nate, don't worry. I don't want to talk about any of those. I'll find a reason to hate. Go ahead. Ah, this first one's short and to the point. This is a one Ninja Star review from a Letterbox user named JS0828, which sounds like a bot, but mm. uh, this, this is some real this ass This is a real person? Here. You can okay. tell us some real ass opinions. They say, I have now seen a Burt Reynolds movie, One Ninja Star. This is the first one they tried, and they did not like it. Can't. Can you imagine this being your gateway? Somehow you slip into a white lightning you never seen uh, the fucking Burt Reynolds movie before? That's odd. Very odd. I thought it was strange yeah. for sure. Didn't, didn't I can't I can't come at them. No, no, I guess no. I can especially if it's some young kid stumbling yeah. into 1970s exploitation cinema and not really knowing what to expect from it. You there's tried. Nothing, there's nothing for them to like in here. Probably never saw Southern Comfort. Uh, this next one is less of a mystery. As a matter of fact, they tell you explicitly how they uh, stumbled into watching White Lightning from 1973. This is a one Ninja Star review from Letterboxd user Oscar. Okay. Just simply, it's, it's not bad Oscar. No. It's just, uh, just Oscar. Ooh, Oscar. Hell yeah. Oscar says. Hold not for a hero. Watch this with my mom because it was free on YouTube and we were bored. I still feel ripped off. This movie fucking sucks and has genuinely no reason being 100 minutes long. This entire movie could have been condensed into five minutes. Even then, I still couldn't recommend it. Burt Reynolds, if you're reading this, you fucking suck. One Ninja Stars. 
So Metabox user Oscar, oh, you're on board. You're fucking on board there. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel that way exactly, but like, he didn't say anything out of line. I think maybe Burt Reynolds happened to read that before he died. I feel like it. I feel like <laughs> Hopefully it. Hopefully, it wasn't like the yeah. day of. Hopefully, that's not the review that like uh, was the thing that finally put him put him under. I just like the cat's honesty. Like he's like <laughs> gonna go out on a whim here. Like he's gonna take it to Burt Reynolds too. Hey, Ma, it's free. You want to watch it? Like I fucking hate living here. Hey Ma, you want to troll yeah. YouTube for free rips of movies yeah. again? It's Thursday. All right. Matt, Good some people watched this movie and fucking loved it, of course. There was a lot more to pick from okay. people who gave this thing five Ninja Star ratings. Okay. First one I picked is from an IMDB user named Noob Hunter. Don't like it. You, you don't like it already? Don't like it. You, you're not into Noob Hunter as a, as a username? I thought. Concerned. I thought, I thought maybe it'd be up your alley. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> Noob Hunter says, I will watch this movie over and over. One of Burt before his mustache era. Lol. Okay. But seriously, it's a great movie. Action, racing fast cars, fast women, and my favorite line of all time came from this movie. Shaky pudding pie, LOL, that I still use to this day. What? <laughs> That's the We're line? We're expecting that, were you? <laughs> no. Um, um <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. I'm 52. Oh, <laughs> Bo Hopkins plays a really cool shine runner, and his women is hot also. Matter of fact, she oh, is the one with Jesus the line, Christ. shaky pudding pie, my kind of gal, LOL. Yeah, totally LOL. Ned Beatty is also an, is a sadistic sheriff, and he plays the part very good. He is cool talking southern boy that has the twang in his voice as yeah. well. It's the first in a line of two movies that are both great. Yeah. So if you've seen this movie, you really need to watch the second one. Back to back if possible. Well, that's my small take on this film. I just had to keep talking about it for ten lines. LOL. Five Ninja Stars. (laughs) IMV user. Noob Hunter. He had me. I thought the ending was good until he forced in one last Mm. LOL. Yeah. And then I was like, he lost all Mm. credibility. I like the, it was a good the line in the middle. I'm 52. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the most telling part. <laughs> Matt, my final Five Ninja Star review comes from somebody who I'm not certain understands uh, how to use the Ninja Stars system. Mm. Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of confusion here. It's a letterbox user named Char- Charlie Hours. I drank all my bourbon. Charlie I'm Hours. We're at the end of it here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He says. Have you ever watched Smokey and the Bandit and said to yourself, man, this movie is great, but it could be better? Oh, wait, no, this is right. He's, he's got it right. This is my, my mistake. Is, I thought this went the other way. Uh, <clears throat> I remember when I found this one now. Man, this movie is great, but it could be better. Well, you're right. It could be better wait, and which was is... better five years earlier. Wait. We got basically the same cast, same movie before they cut the fat off. What? This movie's got more of what, what I like. What? Action, sex, and moonshine. It's a grittier film. It's a more fun of a ride. Oh, and there's no reason for me to go back to the inferior version. There's more at stake in this film. He spells stake, S-T-E-A-K. That's pretty cool. There's more love and passion. Mm-hmm. It's just a better film. I absolutely love it. Burt Reynolds' Gator is outstanding. 
And Jerry Reed plays a great part too. <laughs> not true. Jerry Reed is not in this movie. Yeah, that's why I gave you that look. <laughs> he's, he is in Gator. He's maybe this guy's talking about the set. He thought fucking Roy was was fucking Snowman. The music is better for fuck's sake. What? Take Smokey and the Bandit. Hey! Shove it up your ass. Hey! Go out and buy ham. white lightning. Ham, 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 Charlie Allen. Ham. Better than Smokey and the Bandit. Ham. Smokey and the Bandit can shove it up its ass, man. Ham. Okay, so you don't agree with that, as it turns out, but, uh... Finally, this is your your time to have your soapbox. So let's hear your counter argument. What uh, what what you have to say about White Lightning, Nathan? Yeah, this movie is mm-hmm. like the superior Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, oh I got a ham. Stop. I got a ham. Ugh. It is similar to a Smokey and the Bandit, but it's like, hey, all that shit you love from Smokey the Bandit. Mm-hmm. What if we just strip a lot of that away and treat shit a little more seriously? Yeah, it's not bad. Mm. It ain't great though. Ooh. But Burt Reynolds is fucking cool. Mm. Dude Watson's a great character. Handsome. Dude Watson. Old boy's not wrong. Shame. Shame how he got taken out. They got some cool Smokey and the Bandit type players in this movie, and there's elements here, and some of it does work. But where they decide to focus and where they decide to not focus is what kills them in the long fucking run, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. You could have done a lot of shit a lot fucking better. You could have streamlined some shit. Either just chop it down and make it an 85, 90-minute movie. Or just done that easy. Put, I could do that now. Put the attention into some fucking better spots like we fucking talked about, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Flesh some shit out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not bad. I do love the way this movie ended. Kind of helped me a little bit. <laughs> I like that they were just like, oh, fuck, Sheriff's dead. Uh, by his, the way, he drowned. Here's his funeral. Burt Reynolds ain't really choked up about it. <laughs> He's just leaving town. That's a pretty cool ending, yeah, man. That's how I'd play it. Bump this movie up from a two and a half to a three wow. and one half. Three and a half. Fucking yeah. wow. Ninja yeah. stars for this yeah. one. I really like that ending, man. Okay. I like okay. that they were just willing to be like, eh. He's dead. I, you know I always respect the let's get out of this one as quick as possible yeah. once the fucking climax yeah. happens, that's for sure. I myself am not quite there no? on uh, White Lightning. Uh, it's, it's, it isn't great, Matt, as, as you said. Yeah. It's, it's not great. It uh, never manages to really put together a story so much as it is a series of uh, yeah. car chases and uh, scenes. I like where, those, though. Reynolds is making, yeah, I like it, too. That's why I don't dislike this movie. A couple big things this movie doesn't live up to its potential, though. Um, It does take 110 minutes or so to only uh, accomplish what every episode of Dukes of Hazzard did in 22 minutes. That's true. I feel like there is as much entertainment value in every 22-minute episode of Dukes of Hazzard as there is in this film. That's fair. You need something more. You need a big stunt at the end, like I said. Or you need fucking nudity throughout it which right. there should have been how right. is there no fucking nudity through it uh number one thing though i think where this is not quite up there with some of the other moonshine running movies in the 1970s not quite up there with some of the other big burt reynolds movies is burt reynolds is in this movie right. and he's doing his burt reynolds thing where he's he's cocky and he's saying shit and he's charismatic yeah. he's doing his laugh <laughs> 
but he's kind of just out there adrift by himself doing it. Yeah. With nobody reacting to it. He needs a foil in his movies. Oh, he needs I like somebody it. else charismatic like that he has a chemistry with where he can yeah. throw a back and forth. He doesn't really got that here. You get so a little bit of Louie, you get a little bit of Roy, but Bert. it's not enough. No, Louie's fucking, it's like trying to play fucking handball against some curtains right there. Anything he's throwing at her is just hitting he's the got, ground. He's got no one he's 100% beef comfortable with. No, absolutely. You, you get you get some uh, the chick that he's got a spark with, or just like a partner that's yeah. sort of his equal right here, and uh, you... The fucking Roy Boone character should have been much more of like a yeah. charismatic big thing he could play off of. Mm-hmm. Or the Lou character should have been much more of just like a... Sex bot? Real... Eh, even a sex bot, because she's, she's some sort of human being that intrigues pot. him on another level, or isn't so into him and makes him fucking work for it. Like, this is Hump- the chick I gotta work for. Humpable pot. You, get, you, give, you, you get Bert... Make, make Bert do some work. Mm. He was... He was on autopilot here. He was. He didn't have anything to work for. He so was. This is just the beginnings of Bert. This isn't fully formed Bert. He doesn't even have the mustache, Mm-mm. for Christ's sake. I'm just at two and a half bullets. Yeah? Somewhere right in the middle there. Yeah. Good, good bones for something that right. could be something, but we're not quite there, Bert Reynolds. We're not quite there. I like action and chases, so that made me happen. Mm-hmm. I, I love a good just like, oh shit. It's over. It's not happy. That's it's right. just over. I enjoy the ambiance. That ending really made me happy. The southern fried dialogue. Yeah. Right. It's, it's it's got stuff in there, but it didn't entertain me overall. Didn't entertain me overall. It's like if you tried to make fucking uh, Smokey and the Bandit mm-hmm. edgier, but just forgot why yeah. Smokey and the Bandit forgot, was a good movie. Forgot they were entertaining people here yeah. too, man. This right. is this is we're putting That's on it. a show here, That's people. It. That's it. You're not wrong with the two and a half. I probably could have gone down to a three, but I enjoyed the ending. I think we've maybe uh, showed our hand a little bit here. What's going on as far as how we feel about Smokey and the Bandits? I will. Well, there's no way. We'll I will kind of say that that, that, that might be uh, peak Burt Reynolds. It might be uh, the most fully formed. Like this is what Burt Reynolds is. Burt right. Reynolds movie so for it's a reason. The one we're gonna have to talk about on his actual Burt's Day, what? which is coming up fucking when? next week. What? No. Right here on the podcast. Get ready, fucking Smokey and the Bandit is happening. This is an iconic fucking film. We're gonna we're gonna be addressing it. Right here. Pit. Same Burt's time. Same, same Burt's channels. channels. Pay attention, motherfuckers, because Baby Own Bowl is eastbound and down. That's loaded right. up and trucking. Uh-huh. We're gonna do what they say can't be done, and that's stay single. It's a long road when you're on your They tear your dreams apart And every new town Just seems to bring you down Trying to find peace of mind Can break your heart It's a Use a friend.